Hello, everybody, and welcome into a crisp, cool fall night here at Crosslex High School, getting ready for BWAC football action between the hosting, homecoming, Crosslex Pioneers and the visiting Almont Raiders, a classic BWAC matchup that pits two of the two team the two conference elites against each other Croslex had a scare a week ago Almont trying to get off the schneid and and stop a two game losing streak I'm Brady Beaton for GetStuckOnSports.com thank you so much for choosing to spend your Friday night with us let's go over what's at stake for both teams for Almont as I mentioned they've lost the last two after having a really nice start to the season they opened the season on the road at Marysville with a 35-24 win they followed that up with a win against Hamtramck 44-0 before drubbing MLA City 42-17 and then the real tough part of the schedule hit. Home against North Branch. I was at that game. They lose it 34-14. The North Branch offense scored on five of six possessions and did just enough to keep moving the ball. And it was death by a thousand cuts. Almont couldn't quite slow them down. And then they follow it up with a trip to Armada. The score was 14-10 at halftime. The score was 14-10 at the final buzzer. Almont had over 300 yards of offense, but couldn't quite punch it in when they needed to. A stop inside the 15 for Armada handed Almont their second loss of the year and their second conference loss. They're actually 2-2 two two in conference play. And for all intents and purposes, out of the BWAC conference title race, but that doesn't mean they can't have an effect on it. The Cross-Lex Pioneers... Undefeated, although they had a scare last week. Let's go back to the beginning. They go on the road to Saginaw Swan Valley and start the season off with a very impressive win on the road, 34-7 in Saginaw. They followed up with an absolute thrashing of Richmond, 61-7. Then Armada came to town. The 2-0 Tigers came in, and they left 2-1, 34-12. Cross-Lex flexed their muscles and moved to 2-0 in BWAC play, 3-0 overall. The following week was the week they were scheduled for Algonac, Algonac No Varsity team this year. They took a bye week, a much-needed bye week. P Pioneers were a little banged up after that Armada game, but they moved to 4-0, technically get the forfeit win. And last week in Yale Park, a rivalry game, a trophy game. Yale and head coach Garrett Grumman, a former pioneer, threw everything in the kitchen sink at Croslex, took them to overtime, but Croslex escaped Yale Park with their lives and their undefeated season in tech. 32-29, Gavin Espinoza with the game-winning touchdown last week. 5-0, looking to go to 6-0 here against Almont. Earlier in the week, I was able to catch up with both coaches. We'll start with the visiting head coach James Loosby of Almont, very familiar with Crosslex, been in the BWAC a long time, and then after that talked to Crosslex head coach Mike Legro. You'll hear both those conversations and more when we come back. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. <laughs> Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. DuraClean by Bachelor. Is your golf cart boring and ugly? Sounds like you need to take it into Independent Custom Carts in Yale. The pros at Independent Custom Carts will blow your mind. Give Independent Custom Carts a call today at 810-984-2278 or look for them on Facebook to see pictures of their work. Huron Title Company has been locally owned and operated since 1982. They are the problem solvers. Whether buying or selling a home or property, the goal is to make each transaction a success. Huron Title Company provides a full range of title and escrow services for buyers and sellers. They work hard to keep your best interests in mind throughout the entire process, and one of the owners is a practicing attorney, setting us apart from our competition. Huron Title Company, call 810-987-2141 or 1-800-878-4853. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports pregame show, joined by Almont head coach James Lusby. Coach, let's talk about where you are at this point in the season. You're coming through the tough stretch, tough one against North Branch, a thriller, a low-scoring game against Armada. You're going through the gauntlet in the BWAC. What's that been like, and how do you turn the tide to to get a win here and avoid a third straight loss? Um, yeah, you said it right. We are going through the gauntlet. We have three tough teams right in a row. Um, we, uh, you know... Started with uh, North Branch, came up on the short end there. We battled hard. I liked what our kids did against Armada. We finally came out, and uh, we were physical like I thought we would be this year. And uh, we moved the ball really well. We just couldn't punch it in. And now we're going to Crosslex, a team that has lots of skilled players and uh, likes to put points up on the board. So we'll see what we can do to stop them and uh, hopefully control the ball and put points up on ourselves. Physical has been kind of the theme recently. I mean, North Branch and Armada, you know, are going to be physical. Croslex is a spread, but they have big kids, and they can be physical if they need to. How much does that help? Just, well, I guess it's a two- double-edged sword. It helps that you get used to it, 
but you also get worn down. Where are you guys at with that? Um, we are we're we're a little thin. I will be honest with you. Uh, we have a lot of guys out. Um, we have second guys stepping up and getting more playing time, like they did in Armada. Um, so I mean, we're all, we have a mentality of next guy up, and uh, so we'll just keep battling with them. And you know, we like Alma likes physical football, so we just uh, it took us a little bit to get going, and uh, I think we're just now starting to roll. So. So being battle-tested the last two weeks, you mentioned some of the younger guys playing. How much does that help going in trying to knock off the defending champs? Uh, well, any experience they get is good, right? Uh, no, I mean, you know, the young guys are going to be young guys. They're going to make great plays, and then they're also going to make mistakes. And that's, I mean, that's dealing with high school football players in general. I mean, you know, you live with them, and they they make you look good sometimes, and other times you're like, oh, my gosh, what did we do? So, no, I mean, that's what makes it fun, though. So let's talk about Crosslex, a type of offense that's not too common in the BWAC. They like to spread you out. They like to hurry up and run plays quickly. Are you changing anything up to try to get used to the tempo, get used to the pace, or are you just worrying about Almont and taking care of your own business? Um, we do a little bit of both. I mean, we know that they're going to be in and out of the huddle, so our guys will know where to line up. Um, we'll practice that. Um, we'll be ready for tempo. Um, but then, uh, you know, we focus on what we do, and uh, hopefully it's going to be enough. Offensively, does that change your approach at all? If they're trying to go so quickly, maybe slow it down just a little bit more offensively, give your t- guys a little bit of a br- breather, and also try to win the, the time of possession battle, thinking the best defense is a good offense. Uh, yes, I mean, that's wing T football, right? I mean, you want to control the tempo of the game. You want to get three, four, five yards and uh, hope one of those busts out for a big play and then start back over. Uh, I mean, yeah, if you can keep their offense off the field, that's that's going to be key. Um, again, that's wing T football. Crosslex, their defense. Last week, I know Yale scored a couple trick plays, but it was the first time you saw Yale's or excuse me, Crosslex's defense give up multiple scores. We get lost in the offense because it's flashy, it's fun, but their defense can be really tough. How are you preparing for the Pioneer defense? Oh yeah, I mean they're big up front. Uh, they're quick. They're fast. They fly around. Um, so we'll try to mimic that in practice and do the best we can with it. Power football. I mean, they, they've seen it every week. I'm sure you're going to have a few wrinkles. Don't want to give away any state secrets, but I'm sure you, you have a few uh, tricks up your sleeve, a few little adjustments to, to maybe throw a wrinkle in their way. Um, yeah, you got to. Um, you hopefully catch them on uh, when they're not ready for it, and you can get something big So and hopefully change the momentum of the game. Well, I'll leave it. You've talked about most of them, but I'll ask you simply, what are the keys to getting the win in Crosslex? Um, Controlling the ball, um, no turnovers, and uh, playing really good defense. Well, Coach, thank you, and good luck against Crosslex. I appreciate it. Thank you. We'll be back with more on the Get Stuck on on Sports pregame show right after this. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. If you need Blue Water area scores, standing schedules, and more, go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
Hey guys, my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag, let me tell you what, he knows quality appliances and how to make your home run smoother. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made appliances from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen forever. It's high-efficiency front and top-load washers will not only save you money, but handle your laundry in half the time. Miller Maytag's main goal is to satisfy all your appliance needs. Stop in today a quarter of a mile south of McLaren Hospital. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Freshen up your kitchen and bathroom with new countertops from Bedrock Kitchen and Bath. Bedrock has the best selection in countertops from quartz to granite in southeastern Michigan. Call Bedrock today to schedule your free in-home estimate at 888-BEDROCK. That number again is 888-BEDROCK. Or request an appointment online at brkb.biz. That again is brkb.biz for Bedrock Kitchen and Bath. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports pregame show, joined by Crosslex head coach Mike Legro. Coach, let's talk about last week for a second. A rivalry game, but you survive a scare. How are the guys feeling after an overtime win at Yale? Uh, I mean, I mean, you feel good about a win, uh, that's for sure. Uh, but the guys definitely have more of a locked-in uh, focus uh, this week. Uh, you know, after we broke uh, our huddle, uh, our captains all kept the uh, guys back and said, you know, like, hey, next week we got to lock in. You know, we got to make sure we're not goofing off or, you know, we're doing what we're supposed to. We all have roles. If you're, you know, if your role was you're the scout team tackle, that's your job. If your role is to go fill up the water bottles that week because you're, you're hurt or not practicing for whatever reason, that's your role. That just, you know, Everyone kind of had a uh, reassessment of what we had to do at practice, and it seemed to be pretty well so far. In that game, do you think it was a combination of maybe a bye week? Uh, you're, it's a rivalry game. There's a lot of emotions. Yale playing better. Do you think maybe your kids were re- eating too much of the rat poison, as they say, or do you think it was just one of those weeks? Uh, probably a combination of both. Um, I definitely, you know, we talked about it. Uh, we. I think our our guys were starting to drink the Kool-Aid a little too much. They saw all this publication about us being ranked as high as we were and, you know, this, that, the other. And, you know, the boys were feeling themselves a little bit. And, uh, you know, rivalry games are weird. I mean, it was a perfect storm of things that could have possibly went wrong for us. And, and that bullet, we, we were coming off a bye week. Uh, you know, we're dealing with some injuries. I mean, give Yale all the credit in the world. They played absolutely amazing. Uh, they did what they had to do to win the game, and they almost did. Uh, I mean, they, they played very, very well. Uh, Coach Grumman over there has got, really got them going, and, you know, it's nice to see Yale getting back on track because it makes our rivalry game so much more uh, fun to be a part of and, you know, a great atmosphere to play in. I mean, Yale Park was rocking on uh, Friday night, and it was, a you know, a great game to be a part of. Let's talk about Almont. They're going through the gauntlet of the BWAC. They had to play North Branch two weeks ago. They played Armada last week. They play you guys this week. They're 0-2 so far in that gauntlet, but what? when you look at the Raiders, what do you see in that football team? Well, you see a coaching staff that was at Ford Field not too long ago. So he'll, you know, Coach Lewis being his staff will make sure those guys are ready to rock. Uh, I mean, they're quick, they're fast. Uh, you know, they they'll come and hit you in the mouth if you don't uh, mind your P's and Q's on defense. You know, they're going to run by you uh, with their quick hitting uh, T offense. Um, you know, they do 
execute and try to air it out a little bit more. So we got to be ready for our, uh, you know, our pass defense to be ready to rock. I mean, that's kind of where we got beat last week against Yale was on the uh, the passes. So we got to make sure we're we're minding our business and the uh, defensive backfield. Um, I mean, it's a good football program. They they fly around on defense. They get after it. Um, you know, it's going to be a, a good challenge for us this week. Both sides. I mean, at this point in the season, you're dealing with injuries. Nobody's feeling a hundred percent. How do you guys work through that knowing last week you didn't have belly and guys go down all the time, you're still without Drew Hosterman. How is handling injuries right now in the middle of a very physical, very tough BWAC season, especially as it starts to get a little colder and, and maybe each hit hurts just a little more? Uh, you know, just kind of getting our guys some reps at practice. I mean, we had uh, sophomores step up for us last week. Uh, Cody Mativier came up from the JV team, played tight end for us, had four catches for over 70 yards against Yale. You had... Uh, John Herman get his first start at varsity at running back. He had 20 carries for like over 90 yards, and he had 50 yards uh, receiving on two catches. I mean, we have some youth in our program uh, starting to play some bigger roles, you know, maybe bigger roles than what they probably expected uh, to start the year, but they're starting to, you know, find their find their home where they're supposed to be and kind of know where they're uh, going to be moving forward. You know, right now it's rainy and it's it's a little windy. Friday's forecast, hopefully when people are listening to this, it's sunny and in the 60s, but have to imagine weather starts at least as a coach in the back of your mind as you get later in the season. I know last year you had two games that were absolute slop fests. Is that even a thought in your mind for, for this game? I mean, always. You always prepare for whatever um, the weather may give you. Uh, I mean, it's Michigan. It could be 80 tomorrow for all we know, and it could be snowing for all we know. Uh, but you, you just prepare. You uh, put in your what we call our bad weather offenses in, uh, and we just prepare for us to uh, attack those. I mean, sometimes you'll see us when it's nice out. You might see five wide receivers. Maybe during uh, a bad weather game, you might not see any receivers at all, and we just run the ball every play. I mean, it just really depends on, A, what's there, and, B, what the environment's given us. And, uh, you know, we kind of just play with what we got. Last question, what's the key to getting to 6-0 and on the season? Uh, don't turn the ball over and don't get beat deep. All right, Coach, thank you and good luck. Thank you, Go Pioneers. We'll be back with kickoff right after this on the Get Stuck on Sports pregame show. Every grandma knows GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. Mama Vicky's Coney Island has been a staple of the Blue Water area for the past century. If you want breakfast or some delicious Coney dogs, Mama Vicky's Coney Island is the place to go. Mama Vicky's offers two convenient locations in downtown Port Huron and in Fort Gratiot. Mama Vicky's North is open 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. six days a week. Their downtown location is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Whether it's for a big game or you just want an affordable meal for the whole family, it's Mama Vicky's Coney Island since 1923. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 918 
Hey, Stuck On Sports fans, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. Stop in and see me for the best in-stock selection of appliances, furniture, and beds. I will beat all deals and personally take care of you. I'm here on Fridays until 7 p.m. and Saturdays until 3 p.m. I know many of you because this is my hometown. Go Saints! Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, Replace them with Anderson windows with low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hey everybody, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. I'm inviting you to come shop at Kimball's. We're open late on Fridays until 7 and Saturdays until 3. I take pride in helping my customers find the finest appliances and furniture. We have plenty of items in stock for immediate delivery. I guarantee the lowest prices and I'll help you find the best item to fit your needs. We offer hassle-free service, financing for everyone regardless of credit history. Kimball's is located on the corner of 10th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Nobody beats the bug. June bug, that is. Hi, this is Junebug. Stop in, we'll take good care of you. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Hello, everyone. Welcome into Croslex High School, where we get ready for BWAC action between the Croslex Pioneers and the Almont Raiders. Croslex unbeaten 5-0 on the year. Almont 3-2, although they've dropped their last two games. This should be a good, old-fashioned, hard-nosed football game. You have one team that likes to run the ball in Almont and one team that can do a little bit of everything in Croslex, although neither side at 100% as the season wears on. Injuries keep going, and when you have a unicorn-like player like Belly Grappi who's out for Croslex that hurts things Bryce Furman not dressed for Almont so two really good players on both sides that will not be playing and as we get ready we will stop for the national anthem we'll be back in a moment you're listening to get stuck on sports.com
National Anthem played. Coins been tossed. Croslex won the opening toss, elected to receive the first kickoff. So the Croslex offense will be the first unit we see. Again, as I mentioned before, the National Anthem, you have a really, really talented player and junior corner, or junior running back, Belly Grappi. Again, you get a guy like that, it's almost like you got a unicorn on your team. And when he's out, that changes the dynamic of their offense. Didn't have him last week against Yale. Struggled a bit to score points. Ended up getting 32 in overtime in the win over Yale. Almont, no Bryce Furman. He's a nice player both sides of the ball for the Almont Raiders. Take a look at the BWAC standings overall. You have two undefeated teams in BWAC play. Croslex undefeated, North Branch undefeated. North Branch also has their homecoming game this week against Richmond. That game out in North Branch for the for the game here at Croslex. Croslex still undefeated as they take on Almont. Armada had their Algonac week, so in the eyes of the BWAC, Armada, the, the team that is and 2-1 in BWAC play, moves to 3-1 and one regardless of the outcome tonight. They beat Algonac because Algonac forfeited the conference game. They picked up a non-conference game against Wyoming, so that will affect their playoff points but not their BWAC standings, and MLA City taking on Yale in the middle of the pack in the BWAC. Again, Cross-Lex... Gets the ball first. Two men back for the Pioneers. Nolan Moore and Jet Weeder. They stand just inside their own 10-yard line. Almont lining up to kick off. Doing the kicking for Almont. Sean O'Neill. He places the ball in the middle of the 40. Almont kicking off right to left. Road white uniforms. Orange helmets. Black pants. Cross-Lex in their home all blue uniforms. With a blue and white dual-colored helmet. CL logo on one side, the number on the other. The run-up and the kick from O'Neal. An end-over-end kick to the far sideline. Bounces at the 14 and out of bounds. So the opening kickoff draws a flag. And it looks like Cross-Lex will take the ball at the 35-yard line. And that's where we get started. First and 10 on their own 35-yard line is Gavin Espinoza. And this Cross-Lex offense... Works out onto the field. They'll take the ball on the left hash. They move quick, folks. So when Croslex has the ball, you, you need to be paying attention. They will run a play every 20 seconds or quicker. When they strike, they strike fast. First and 10 on their own 35-yard line, working left to right, south to north. Gavin Espinoza out of the gun. Herman off to his left, takes the snap, handoff middle. Herman looks for a hole, can't find it, gets a yard before he stood up and taken down at the 36. Looks like that was number 42, Aiden Furcaron on the tackle for Almont. Gain of one, second and nine. Croslex already up to the line, second and nine from their own 36. Trip writes one man out far side. Herman the lone back to the left of Espinoza. Espinosa leans in, snap, straight drop, looks right, wants to step up in the pocket, does. Throws over the middle, and he misses his man on a post route at the Almont 35-yard line. He wanted to get it to Trevor. Soul falls incomplete, and very quickly, third and long cross Lex, a chance for Almont to get off the field early and slow down one of the best units in the area in the cross Lex offense. 
Third and nine from their own 36. They need to get to their own 45. Trips right, one man far side. Espinosa out of the gun. Snap, rolls right, looks, steps up in the pocket, throws over the middle, and contact, and a flag comes out from the near sideline. Soul got tangled up with Fuller, and it will be pass interference against Almont. So a flag bails out Cross Lex. The ball wasn't catchable, but it doesn't matter in high school football. No such thing as an uncatchable ball when it comes to pass interference. So we're waiting for the official word. And this pass interference against Almont. It'll be a 10-yard penalty and a first down. So the laundry keeps Cross Lex on the field. Excuse me, a 15-yard penalty. Moves it across midfield to the 49-yard line. First and 10, cross Lex from the Almont 43. Just 49 seconds into this ball game. Cross Lex trying to score first on the opening drive. First and 10 from the Almont 49. Espinoza out of the gun. Trips right, one man to the left. Herman, the back to the left of Espinoza. High snap. Looks left, throws. Curl route, sole caught at the 42. Stiff arms of Manic 40. Jukes inside of the 35-30. Foot race 20. 15, and he's knocked out of bounds at about the Elma 13-yard line. A simple curl route, and Trevor Soule works his way all the way into the Elmont red zone. A couple different Raiders had a chance to make the tackle. They could not. First and 10 from the... Looks like about the 18-yard line. Espinosa takes a snap, rolls right, throws, fires. Caught at the 12 by Nick Monzo. Taken down immediately. Gain of about 7. We'll call it the Elmont 11-yard line. Second and 3 for Cross-Lex knocking on the door early. Just a minute into this ball game, Cross-Lex 12 yards out from Pater. Trips left, one man near side. Herman, the back off, set to the left of Espinosa. Snap, straight drop. Man in his face, rolls out right. He throws it at the feet of Monzo just to get rid of it. Brings up third and three and another chance for Almont to force the issue early defensively. In this situation, I have to imagine four down territory for Cross Lex. They don't waste any time. Offensive line set, trips left again. One man split out near side, that's Monzo. Herman again, offset to the left of Espinoza. Espinoza, snap, straight drop, fires right side. Caught by Monzo at the five. He tiptoes down the sideline and inside the end zone. Touchdown, Croslex. Monzo bobbled it, but was able to hold on. And the fleet-footed Monzo gets the Pioneers on the board just 93 seconds into the ballgame. Lining up for the extra point, Will Geiger, Jet Weeder on the hold. Slow snap, the hold up, and the kick is good. 10.27 to go in the first quarter. Crosslex 7, Almont 0, but the Raiders getting the ball for the first time when we come back. You're listening to high school football coverage on GetStuckOnSports.com. 
Port Aaron Prowlers are back for year eight in the FPHL. Don't miss any of the high-flying hockey action at McMoran Arena. You can get your Prowler season tickets now. Full season ticket packages start at $250 for adults and $225 for seniors, military, and children. The Prowlers drop the puck for their home opener on October 14th when their brand new rival, the Motor City Rockers, come to town. For ticket information, call the McMoran box office at 810-985-6166. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. 1027 to go in the first quarter. Cross Lex with a 7 to nothing lead over Almont. Pioneers getting ready to kick off. There's a trio of Raiders back to return. Looks like Batani along with Measle and Fuller are the three Raiders back deep. Will Geiger has the ball teed up and a line drive sidewinder kick. Bounces caught at the 15. Working to the far side is Fuller. Fuller cuts up at the 30. Tackled forward to near the 33-yard line. And Almont and Trenton Cruz will get their first look offensively in this game. 10-21 to go in the first quarter. 7-0. Croslex on top after the 11-yard Nick Monzo touchdown catch. Almont will provide a much slower-paced offense than their counterpart. Cruz works up to the line. A lot of wing T, a lot of veer concepts. Full T formation early. Cruz under center, two men behind him. Cruz leans in, snap, handoff, near side, room to work. Across the 35, tackled forward to the 38, number 32, Chase Batani. And on first and 10, they get six. Brings up second and four from the Croslex 39-yard line. And that's what Almont wants to do. Stay on schedule, stay ahead of the chains, and slowly matriculate the ball down the field. Take time off the clock. Give their defense time to rest. Second and four from their own 39-yard line. Cruz under center, a trio of backs behind him. Looks like Batani as they motion one man out to the right. That's Measle. Snap. Up the middle. Fullback gets hit at the line of scrimmage. Keeps his feet moving. And getting to the 40 before he's wrestled down was, looks like, number 26, Tyler Fillinger. Gain of one, third, and three for Almont. And now a big third down early. The Almont Raiders couldn't get off the field on third down on their first drive thanks to a pass interference penalty. See if they can execute offensively. 9-10 and rolling here to go in the first quarter. 7-0 cross Lex Almont with their first possession of the ball game trying to answer. Need to get to their own 43. Ball sits on the 40-yard line. Cruz under center. Snap. Handoff right side. And there's a pile at the line of scrimmage. And it, both sides pushing. Don't think they got anywhere near it. A gain of one, fourth and two upcoming. Measle on the carry. So Measle gets a yard, turns third and three to fourth and two, and the punt unit out for Almont. Back to punt, Chase Batani. He's an athlete, have to be weary of a fake, especially near midfield. 
Cross Lex return man Weeder stands just outside the 25-yard line. Fourth and two, good snap, one-step punt. Good end-over-end -end punt, caught by Weeder at the 23, works up the middle to the 30, gets knocked down to about the 35, and the Croslex defense does its job, gets the ball back for the offense. And with 8.08 to go in the first quarter, Croslex looks to add on to their 7-0 lead. Starting this drive from the same spot they started the last one, first and 10 from their own 35-yard line. Almont's defense was close to making a couple plays. They almost got off the field before a pass interference extended the last drive and on the touchdown catch, almost knocked it out of Monzo's hands with the concentration to catch it and get into the end zone. What makes Croslex so dangerous? First and 10 on their own 35-yard line. Trips right, one man to the left. Herman, the lone man to the left of... Espinoza, hard count, Almont doesn't bite, takes a high snap, has to grab it with one hand, pressure in his face, he's rolling out, he gets hit, he goes down, back at the 24-yard line. Looked like number 42, Verkeron, that made the tackle, that's a loss of about 10, depending on the spot, we'll call it a loss of 11, second and 21, upcoming for the Croslex Pioneers. <coughs> Almont brought the heat, something Yale did a week ago and had some success with it. Second and 21 from their own 24-yard line. Espinosa out of the gun, snap, straight drop, looks. Again, pressure, wants to step up, gets hit again, goes down again inside the 20. Loss of five, and it's going to be third and halfway to Port Huron for Cross-Lex. Down at the 19-yard line. It'll be third down from the 19. They need to get to the 45-yard line. Call it third and 26, a quarter of the football field. Espinoza out of the gun, trips to his right, one man left. Leans in, snap. Elmont brings pressure again in the pocket. Stays clean, throws downfield. It's caught. No, dropped by Soul at the midfield strike. It hits Soul right in the hands. A perfect throw from Espinoza is all for naught. And with 6.49 to go in the first quarter, up 7-0, Croslex will have to punt the ball back to Almont and give them decent field position. Soul had the inside track. Espinoza put it where he wanted to, but folks, there's no way to put it. That was a flat-out drop. Back to return for Almont. Looks like Fillinger, excuse me, Fuller. A, a short punt bounces at the Croslex 46, goes across the midfield logo, and lays to rest at the Almont 47. 6.38 to go in the first quarter, 7-0, Croslex on top, but Almont's defense, thanks to a pair of sacks, gets the ball back in decent field position. First and 10, Almont on their own 46-yard line. It was 1-2-3 punt for the Raiders last time. See what the Croslex defense can do here in the second drive. Sun has just set over the horizon here at the at Croslex High School. Trenton Cruz works under center. First and 10 from the 46. Snap. Hand off up the middle and getting wrestled down near the 50-yard line. Number 28, Johnny Joka for Almont. Gain of four, second and six. 
Good crowd here for homecoming. Fans on the cross left side surrounding the track. A lot of people up on the hill here at Cross Lex. Great, great venue for a high school football game. Ball placed middle of the field on the 50-yard line. Second and six, Almont Cruz under center. Puts a man in motion, hands off on the jet sweep, getting across midfield before being tripped up for a gain of about three. Number 32, Chase Batani. Called a gain of two, maybe three, depending on how you're feeling. They placed at the 48, so the officials were feeling like a gain of two. Third and four for Almont. <coughs> Ball on the left hash. Almont working right to left. Third and four, Almont. They trail 7-0 just past the halfway point in the first quarter. Almont could use a first down just to keep their, their defense on the sideline, let them get a bit of a break. And also, obviously, trying to tie the game. Third and four from the Croslex 48-yard line. Cruz under center. Man in motion. Snap. Fakes the handoff. Play action. Sidearm fire. Caught at the 37-yard line. Great pitch. Great catch. Brought in by Connor Nasavera. There was a man in the face of Cruz, and he just gave the little sidearm sling, and Nasavera toe-tapped his feet inbounds. Gain of about 10. First and 10, Almont. From the Croslex 38-yard line. Wasn't the cleanest play action, but it got the job done. Ball on the near hash. Almont huddled up his crews. Marches his troops to the line. First and 10, Almont on the Croslex 38-yard line. Crews under center. Three backs behind him. Measle works out to the left side. Now two, snap, play action, straight drop, Cruz, rolls, fires on the run. He has Measle at the 30, not a lot of men in front of him to the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Almont. The play action gets the first down, and the play action gets the touchdown on the next play. 38 yards, Cruz to Measle. Again, a little sidearm fling by Cruz. Had the Croslex defense in knots. And it looks like we have a swinging gate extra point for Cross Lex. Seven men on the line off to the left. Measle the back, takes the snap to the left side, working his way in for the two-point conversion. Number 26, Tyler Finlinger, 8-7. Almont leading Cross Lex, 4.25 to go in the third quarter. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Almont 8, Croslex 7. Here with 425 left to go in the first quarter. Got ourselves a ball game early. It was a 38-yard pitch and catch from Cruz to Measle. And the run-up and the kickoff to Cross-Lex. Weeder catches it at his own nine. Working on the far hash marks. Looking for a lane. Finds one. Gets across the 25. Gets stood up at the 30. Goes no further. 
and the 31, and that's where Croslex's offense will take over. First and 10 on their own 31-yard line. Croslex worked their way down the field in just 93 seconds on the first drive. Second drive, three and out, a couple of sacks from the Almont defense really stifled the Pioneers. From the left hash, first and 10 Croslex on their own 37-yard line. Trips right, one man far side. Herman, the lone back to the right of Espinosa, snap, straight drop, fires, curl, left side, caught by Salt, the 38, works his way to the 40, plows his way across the first down marker at the 41, gain of 11, first and 10, cross Lex. Almont playing a little bit of off coverage. If cross Lex wants to dink and dunk, it might be there the whole game until or unless Almont makes an adjustment. 3.50 to go in the first quarter. 8-7, Almont, Croslex with the ball on their own 40. Oh, my goodness, it's second and half of an inch. Twins either side for Espinosa works out of the gun. Herman the back to his right. Second and inches from the 41. Snap, straight drop, rolls out, looking for somewhere to go. He has nowhere. He gets hit. He's down back at the 30-yard line. Everything Croslex gained on first down. They lose on second down. Brings up third and long for Croslex. And Almont with an opportunity to get back off the field once again. Third and 10 for Croslex on their own 31-yard line. Trips near side, one man far. Herman, again, the lone man to the right of Espinosa, works out of the gun. Leans in, calls for the ball, gets it waist-high snap. Pressure in his face. He's trying to escape. He does. To the far side to the 35, gets wrapped up and wrangled down at the 38. It's a gain of seven, but on four or third and 10, that's not enough to move the sticks. Fourth and three and decision time for Mike Legro coming up in his own territory. The punt unit comes on for Croslex. Two and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. Eight to seven, Almont on top of Croslex, and it looks as if the Raiders will get the ball back to start their next drive no the offense on the field tight package goal line formation Espinosa the hard count they need to get to the 41 they're on their own 38 yard line and it was just to see if Almont would jump they did not 204 to go in the first quarter 8-7 and we'll see what happens out of the timeout for Cross Lex if they send on the punt unit or the or the offense stays out there some scores from around the area. 7-0 Southlake on top of St. Clair that game early. Ubley up 7-0 on Cass City. Reese Buchanan had a touchdown for Port here on Northern. They lead Frazier 7-0. Yale on top of MLA City 7-0. A lot of 7-0s. We've had a lot of scoring here early in this game. 8-7 Almont leading Croslex. Is out of the timeout. The punt unit out for Croslex. Back to return for Almont. Jacob Fuller. 
He stands back at his own 29-yard line. Good snap. A okay punt to the Almont 41, but it takes a big pioneer bounce all the way to the Almont 33. And that's where Almont takes over with the lead. 155 to go in the first. 8-7 Almont. Sun has set over the horizon, and a cool chill has fallen over Cross Lex High School. As we are here on the final day of September. It feels like fall football weather. Temperatures dropping below 60 degrees now. And Almont looking to add on to their 8-7 lead. They moved down the field throwing the ball. It was play action that got them the first down on about third and medium and then 32-yard pitch and catch from Cruz to Measle. Got Almont on the board early. First and 10, Almont on their own 32-yard line. Cruz under center, snap, handoff on a jet, and going nowhere with it is Batani. Lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage. I don't think he even got that far. We'll call it a loss of two. Back to the 30. Second and 12, Almont. Again, Almont has a lot of nice players that can carry the ball. Chase Batani, Jacob Fuller, quarterback Trenton Cruz. Although, not having Bryce Furman is just another weapon you'd like to have in the backfield. He is out. He missed last week as well. But Almont holding their own early. In fact, doing better than holding their own. Up 8-7 to seven as we approach the final minute of the first quarter. Second, and we'll call it a long 11 for Almont on their own 31-yard line. Cruz under center. One man behind him, a wing to either side. Measle in motion. Fakes the handoff. Cruz has to throw the ball away with a man in his face. Cruz just lucky to get that ball off. The Croslex D-line with great penetration to bring up third and 11 for Almont. And the Pioneer defense trying to get the ball back. Almont's offense not built to convert these third and longs. Only so many plays you can really go to in this situation. The wing T veer offense not built to have to sustain third and forevers. Cruz takes his troops to the line. Third and 11 from their own 31-yard line. They need to get to their own 42. Cruz, snap, play action. In the backfield, throws the ball up, and it sails over everybody's head. Leaping up, trying to grab the interception for a cross. Lex was Nolan Moore. Falls harmlessly to the grass. And one, two, three, and now the punt unit comes out for Almont. Croslex getting the ball right back. It's been the defense's holding serves in rounds two in round three, rather. Back to return Jet Weeder. Chase Batani looks to be the man punting for Almont. Weeder standing on his own 35. Low snap, one step, and a punt off the side of the foot of Batani bounces at the 42, takes a slight Almont roll to the 41, and that's where Croslex takes over first and 10 from their own 41-yard line. Croslex has been slinging it around, and Almont's front seven has done a great job getting in the backfield, making Gavin Espinoza uncomfortable. So we're not having Belly Grappy in the game really changes the way Croslex's offense looks. 
Belly Grappi is a special back. Now, John Herman, no one to forget about. But he's only gotten one carry so far in the first quarter. 42 seconds left to go in the first quarter. 8-7, Almont on top. Croslex with the ball on their own 41. Overload left, snap. Hand off Herman, left side at the 40. Tries to bounce out, 45. Midfield, 45. Knocked out of bounds, but a flag comes out. Back at the Croslex, 43. I think this is coming back. Croslex can go power football when they need to. They've shown that in the past, but on first and 10, a penalty looks to push the Pioneers back. Waiting for the official signal. Holding against Croslex. They move the flag to the 42, so 10 yards from there will make it first and 20 for Croslex. The Pioneers have found themselves behind the chains too much here in the first quarter. See if they stay with the power package. First and 20 cross Lex on their own 31-yard line. Out of the gun, Espinosa snap. Handoff, Herman, left side. Looks for a hole, steps inside the left tackle. Gets hit at the 35, and they keep moving his feet. Herman's moving the pile to the 40. They're still going to the 43, to the 45, before finally Herman's brought down. That was about eight yards after contact. They guesstimate that Herman was at about the 43, so a gain of 12, and that'll end the first quarter. Almont 8, Croslex 7, second quarter action coming up right after this here on GetStuckOnSports.com. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Start of the second quarter. It is to 8-7. Almont cross-elects with the ball. It'll be second and eight from their own 43-yard line. Croslex working to more of a power look. No one split out wide. Espinosa still out of the gun. Snap, fakes the handoff Herman. Straight drop, man in his face. Gets hit. He flings it away. Is there a receiver in the area is the only question, and I believe there was. I think John Herman was close enough to where the, the throw happened. That intentional grounding will not be called. 
and they're pointing to 23. 23 was in the vicinity, at least close enough to, I think, avoid intentional grounding. Have to get credit, though, to Almont's Chase Batani, who hit Espinoza and forced the throw away. All the officials huddled on the near hash mark. Still discussing. This would be a big intentional grounding if it is called. They place the ball back on the 30, uh, the 43, rather. If this is intentional grounding, that puts the ball back at about the Croslex 35. The officials are still discussing this. Let's see. And they throw the flag. Ooh. Now, John Herman's not a, a big player. My only thought is they couldn't see him in the in the wall of bodies. So it'll take it from third and seven to about third and 15. They place it on the 35-yard line. The longer they discussed it, the more it felt like that flag was coming out, and it does. Third and 15 for Cross Lex trailing eight to seven here in the second quarter, 11.39 to go until halftime. Let's see if Almont pins their ears back once again. They've been getting pressure in the Pioneer backfield. Looks like only 10 Pioneers are on the, no. There's the 11th twins either side for Espinoza works out of the gun. Herman to his right third, and they move it back to the 30. So third and 20, straight drop. Espinoza running for his life in the backfield. Throws on the run, looking, and it is caught at the 30. I don't know how Trevor Soul brought that in over top of Mattini. Espinoza said Soul's down there somewhere. He'll get it. Threw up a prayer, and it was answered by Trevor Soul. Gain of 44 to the 26-yard line of Almont. First and 10, Croslex. Working to the line. Croslex back out of the gun. Spread look. Trips right. One man near side. Espinoza leans in with Herman to his right. Snap. Straight drop. Looks to be a screen. Espinoza running for his life. Throws the ball away again. And there have been white jerseys in the Pioneer backfield all night long. Espinoza has not been able to step into but one or two throws all night. Almont bringing pressure. Yale last week brought pressure after pressure after pressure. And... Didn't it worked out well for the Bulldogs, working out well for Almont here. 8-7 Almont, 11-21 to go in the second quarter. Croslex with the ball second and ten on their own on the Almont 26-yard line, rather. Espinosa snap, fires, right side, caught at the 25. That is Gonzalez works up to the 20 before he's knocked out of bounds. They say he stepped out about a yard short of the 20. Call it a gain of five. Third and five for Cross Lex. Likely four down territory for the Pioneers. Ball on the far hash. Cross Lex trying to retake the lead here on homecoming. Espinoza out of the gun. Bunch trips to the short side. Espinoza's right. Herman again, the lone back in the backfield. Snap, straight drop. Looking, looking, throws, and it is caught by Soul at the 10. Trevor Soul has been the go-to target in the first half for Espinoza, and he's shown why. 
second time, second third down conversion in a row that Espinoza has connected with Soul. First and 10 on the 11-yard line of Almont. Crosslock's going with the pace. Twins either side. Espinoza takes the snap, rolls right, looks, looks. Man in his face, throws the ball away again. That was Measle and looks like for Almont... Furkrawan, a man I've been a man's name I've been saying a lot here in the first half. Gavin Espinoza does not feel comfortable in his own pocket. Doesn't matter if it's a straight drop, rolls out. Almont is sending the house. 10.30 to go in the second quarter. 8-7 Almont. Cross Lex knocking on the door. Second and 10 from the 11-yard line. So the Pioneers can get a first down, but there's only about two, three feet of room to make that happen. Croslex slowing down. Espinoza looking over to the Croslex sideline, getting the signal from head coach Mike Legro. Walks to the line, trips left, one man to the right. Again, Herman, the lone man in the backfield. Espinoza leans in, takes the snap, straight drop, clean pocket, pump fix. He avoids one sack. He steps up in the pocket, and he gets hit near the line of scrimmage. Call it no gain, third and ten. Been complimenting the Almont pass rush, but part of the reason why the pass rush has been able to get home is cross-lex receivers aren't wide open down the field, and especially when you get in the red zone and the field gets condensed. The Almont back seven is doing a really good job giving the defensive line and the blitzing linebackers time to get home. Third and 10 from the Almont 11. Espinoza out of the gun, trips left. Snap, straight drop, looks. Steps into a throw over the middle. Caught, who else? Trevor Soule in the end zone for a Croslex touchdown. Trevor Soule has been all reliable so far for the Croslex Pioneers, and they retake the lead 13-8. And the extra point unit on for Croslex. Will Geiger on to do the extra point. Good snap. Weeder with the hold and almost blocked, but the kick is up and slipped inside the yellow post. 14-8, Croslex back on top. We'll be back in a moment with second quarter action here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Kwood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kwood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kwood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kwoodauto to make an appointment. Kwood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here and get stuck on sports.com. Cross Lex has retaken the lead with the Trevor Soul touchdown catch. He had three huge catches on that drive, two third down conversions, and the touchdown catch. Second pass. Touchdown pass of the day for Gavin Espinoza. 
Cross Lex as the ball teed up on the 40. Geiger the run up and the line drive ground ball right side. Caught at the 35. Working up the middle is Mraz. He gets across the 40 to the 41. And now Mount with all right field position to start their drive. 14 8 Cross Lex, 9 42 to go in this first half. Let's see how the Elmont offense responds after their defense gave up a touchdown. Last time, they answered, marched down the field, took the lead with the two-point conversion. They moved the ball up to the 42-yard line, middle of the field. Twins left, Cruz works under center. One lone man in the backfield is Joka. Snap. Fakes the hand around. Cruz gets hit in the backfield. Tries to hand it off the last moment. There's a pile for it. And Cruz is lucky. And Raider ended up with it. It'll go in the books as a run for Measle, I believe. But he's hit back at the 38. That was a clunky play. And Cross Lex's defense blew up. It looked like he wanted an end around. Cruz was hit right away. And he still tried to get the handoff. To Measle, loss of four, second and 14. Working to the line, Cruz and Almont, second and 14 from their own 38-yard line. Cruz under center, two backs behind him, man in motion, Measle snap, handoff middle, working across the line of scrimmage, but not much further. Joka gets maybe half a yard, turns second and 14 into sec- third and 13. They need to get across midfield to the Croslex 48-yard line. I actually call it third and 14. Ball back on their own 38. This is where Croslex's defensive line can really pin their ears back. And a Croslex pioneer that we haven't mentioned yet, Joey Ramsey, on the defensive line for Croslex. He wreaks havoc. Almont's been doing a good job of, for the most part, neutralizing him. He's been in some scrums. Joey Ramsey, a big player on the inside of that defensive line for Croslex. Third and 14, high snap, Cruz out to the right side, caught by Measle, gets past the original line of scrimmage into the 45, gain of six, nowhere near the first down, brings up fourth and eight, and in all likelihood, the punting unit for Almont. So fourth and eight for Almont. And on to punt, Chase Batani. Jet Weeder back to return. He stands just inside his own 25-yard line. 14-8, Croslex on top, about to get the ball back. Good snap to Batani, takes one step up, and it's, and it's blocked. It's tipped, and it's caught at the 45. Working across the 40 to the 35 is Croslex. The man who got his hand on it was Reese Knoll. Partially blocked, and it looked like on the return, Will Herman, the ball just landed in his hands. First and 10 cross Lex at the Almont 35. A special teams play to shift momentum, and now cross Lex has an opportunity to grow their 14-8 lead, 7.47 to go in the second quarter. Ball on the right hash. Espinoza. 
Struts his way out on the field, has twins to uh, trips to the left. Trevor Soule, the man closest to me on the far side. One man out right, Herman, the lone man to the left of Espinosa. Snap, straight drop, looks right side. Espinosa steps into the throw. It was a hitch and go, and he overthrew the man. He had... He had number 14, Nick Monzo, had a step on the defender. Monzo was at the five. The ball was at the goal line. Falls incomplete. Just becomes second and ten. Cross-Lex really slinging it around again. It's gotten nice and cool here at Cross-Lex. Sky golden in the distance. Friday night, lights in full effect. Both student sections have been loud all night. Second and 10 from the Almont 35. Snap. Espinoza flips right side. Herman catches the 35 to the 30. 25 20. First down and more for Cross Lex. Herman tackled from behind. Gain of 15. First and 10. Pioneers. Now back inside the Almont red zone. They mark him down at the 19. Croslex looking to add on to their 14 to 10, 14 to 8 lead, rather. Seven and a half minutes to go until halftime. Espinoza leans in, snap, pressure coming. He almost lost the ball, steps up in the pocket, fires, and misses wide of the target. Gonzalez. Second and 10, Croslex. Gavin Espinoza looked like when he went to tuck and run, he almost just dropped the football. He had to take a second to control the ball before he was working forward and he threw the ball just as he was about to pass the line of scrimmage second and 10 cross lex from the almont 19 trips left trevor soul man lined up on the near numbers one man out right herman the man off the left hip of espinoza espinoza leans in calls for the ball high snap qb draw middle to the 20 to the 15 stays on his feet runs over a defender into the five across the goal line gavin espinoza will not be denied touchdown cross lex Espinoza broke about four different tackles on that touchdown run and ran over what looked like the safety. 20-8 cross Lex on top. Will Geiger on to kick the extra point. A 19-yard touchdown run for Espinoza. His third touchdown he's been a part of tonight. Weeder on to hold. High snap goes over Weeder's head. He picks it up, tries to make something happen, makes a man miss at the 25, and gets tackled back at the 18. So the extra point, no good. With 7.08 to go until halftime, cross Lex 20, Almont 8. We'll be back in a minute here and get stuck on sports.com. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. 
7.08 to go until the break. 20-8, Croslex on top after a phenomenal Gavin Espinoza touchdown run. Almont getting the ball back. It feels like they need to score. Last time, a little bit of a pooch line drive from Geiger. See what the Pioneers go with here. It is a 6 by 4 look. Last time, it was a ground ball to the far side. The run-up and another line drive caught at the 34, working his way up the middle. Mraz to the 35. He's been go he was going east-west the whole time. Never tried to turn north-south, and wherever he caught it, he ran about 30 yards, gained none, first and 10. Almont on their own 34-yard line, 7.01 to go until halftime. Croslex has scored the last 13 points. Almont trying to find the end zone. They get the ball to start the second half. Could loom large if they can score on this drive. Working under center, first and 10 from his own 34. Twins left for Cruz. Cruz under center, puts a man in motion left to right. Batani and a flag or at least a whistle before the ball was snapped. Looks like delay a game. Unless there was a timeout before the delay a game, there was not. Delay a game against Almont. First and 10 becomes first and 15 on their own 29-yard line. So Almont not helping themselves out, already putting themselves behind the sticks. Seven minutes to go in what has been a slow-moving Second quarter. Cruz works his way into the huddle. Cruz hasn't been asked to throw it a lot, but when he has, he's done a pretty good job at it. First and 15 from the Almont 29-yard line. Cruz under center, two men in the backfield. Snap, fakes the handoff, clean pocket, throws off his back foot, and it is caught at the 45! How did Connor Nassavero hold on to that ball? Oh my goodness, looked over his left shoulder and brought it in. What a throw, what a catch. That ball was put in a spot only Nassavero could catch it and he made a highlight reel catch at the Croslex 45, first and 10, Almont in Pioneer territory. 6.42 to go and rolling, 20 to eight Croslex, but Almont, Back in enemy territory, Twins left Cruz under center. One man behind him, snap, handoff, middle. It's the fullback to the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Tyler Fillinger and Almont. There was one man in the backfield. They handed it to Fillinger on a quick handoff, and he, he hit the ball long enough. Touchdown, Almont. It is 20-14. Cross-Lex wants a flag for excessive celebration. And if Mike Legros not careful, he might, in asking for a flag, might get a flag of his own. Fillinger did throw the ball about 30 feet in the air, to be fair. Extra point unit on for Almont. Sean O'Neill as one of the officials is going to talk with Mike Legro. I think he's on the far side. I think he's saying, Coach, I'm right next to you. I, I'm not looking for that. Officials still discussing is the extra point unit on. And Almont with the biggest answer you could have asked for. 
two-play drive. They go 71 yards for the score. Touchdown run was 45 of it. O'Neal on to kick. Good snap. Good hold. The kick up. The kick through. 20-15. to Croslex still in the lead, but Almont trying to gain the momentum back. We'll be back in a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Not quite halfway through the second quarter, Almont with the Tyler Fillinger 45 yard run has brought it within five. Cross Lex 20, Almont 15. And Cross-Lex getting the ball back, and they now need to answer offensively. O'Neal with the ball teed up. Weeder and Moore, the two men deep to return on their own nine-yard line. The run-up. The pooch kick to the middle of the field. Bounces at the 30. It's bobbled before picked up by, I believe, Joey Ramsey. And he stumbles his way ahead to the 40-yard line. First and 10 cross Lex. Excuse me, that was Joey Scaramazzino that picked the ball up and took it to his own 40. First and 10 cross Lex on their own 40. Ball placed squarely in the middle of the field on the Croslex 40-yard line. Both offenses have been playing well. 6.21 to go until halftime, 20-15, Croslex. Espinoza will have trips to his right, one man near side. That's Soul. Herman, the man offset to his left in the backfield. Espinoza leans in, good snap, straight drop. Steps up in the pocket, looks, fires a missile downfield. Man fell down. Gonzalez had a touchdown in his hands, and he dropped it. Oh, his defender fell down. He could have moonwalked into the end zone, but it hit him in the chest. He was too wide open. It's incomplete. Second and 10 cross Lex on their own 40. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. And Almont, not going not gonna to complain about the break they just got. Second and 10 cross Lex from their own 40-yard line. Espinosa out of the gun, twi- twi- twins either side, snap, handoff, Herman lost it, still on the ground, Almont picks it up at their own 30, stumbles to the 25, and Almont with the chance to take the lead on the bad handoff. See who it was, looks like 84 Cody Koval for Almont. First and 10, Almont. And there was nothing forced about that. That was a bad handoff between Espinoza and Herman. And everything's going the Raiders' way. 6.05 to go until halftime. Almont gets the ball after half, and they have the chance to take the lead. They are 25 yards away from doing so. 
First and 10, Almont. On the cross, Lex, 25-yard line. Cruz works under center. Looks like Fillinger, the lone man behind him, twins to the right. Snap, handoff middle, Fillinger. Has room, 20, 15, 10, 5. They just ran back the last touchdown play and score again. Almont has the lead. How quickly things can turn. It went from a touchdown pass that would have been that was dropped by Croslex to a fumble to a touchdown run from Almont. Tyler Fillinger with his second of the night, 21-20. Almont will have the swing gate extra point. And a timeout from Croslex. They want to figure out how they want to attack this. A two-point conversion would make it a three-point game. That could loom significant. So for those unaware, the swing gate, you'll have about six linemen way off to the left outside the, the hash mark. You'll have one man under center, or one man out of the gun, rather, the center, and usually one man out to the right. Now, basically, it is an option for whoever they designate the quarterback. You, if, if they defend a certain way, they'll call for the shift. They will run over, and they'll kick the extra point. What Almont did the first time is the center snapped it almost laterally out behind the six offensive linemen, and they have the running back catch it and go in. If they overload where the linemen are, they'll take the snap, and the quarterback will run straight or even maybe throw it to the guy to the right. Same look. Kicker not on the field for Almont, so it looks like they'll go for two no matter what. Batani, the man at what would be the quarterback, three men in front of the line of scrimmage, swinging gate comes back, normal formation. Batani snap, takes it up the middle, looks to rumble, gets hit before the goal line, and did he get in? No. Two-point conversion stopped. So Croslex's defense bows up, but Almont has the lead. 5.58 to go in the second quarter. Almont 21, Croslex 20. We'll be back in a minute on GetStuckOnSports.com. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here and get stuck on sports.com. Croslex trailing Almont 21-20. Raiders came to play here on the Pioneers' homecoming. Croslex getting the ball back. The line drive kickoff goes straight out of bounds on the right side. Went out of bounds at the 30, so Croslex can either have Almont re-kick or take it first and 10 at the 35. We'll see what Mike LeGrow wants to do. But the last few plays have swung the momentum. So two drives ago, Tyler Fillinger had a 45-yard touchdown run. Then Croslex had the ball first play. Jackson Gonzalez was running a post. His defender fell down, hit him in the t- chest, couldn't hold on. 
Next play, fumble from Croslex. Almont's first play from the Croslex 25, a touchdown run to Fillinger again. And now Almont on top, 21 to 20. 5.58 to go until halftime. Power set for Croslex. Gonzalez out of the gun, overload right. Snap, handoff, Herman. Flag comes at the ball, snap. Herman to the right side, cuts up the 30 to the 40. Bounces to the outside, 45-50, but I have a bad feeling it's all for naught. As we may have had an illegal formation from Cross Lex. And a run of 15 will be a five yard penalty. Elmont's playing well. Cross Lex has been helping them all along the way. Everyone in a blue jersey working back to the 35. Mike LeGros would like an explanation on the far sideline. You don't usually see a illegal formation penalty thrown from. The back judge. And now the officials discussing. They haven't walked the, the penalty yardage off yet. Let's see. They're still discussing on the near side. This has been the slowest second quarter I've ever been a part of. It's been probably a half hour of real time, and we've played six, just 6 12 of game time. The official's still discussing it. And no, they're going to wave off the flag. The 15-yard penalty will, or the 5-yard penalty will not stand. It'll be a 15-yard run for Herman. First and 10, Cross Lex at midfield. First and 10, Cross Lex. Ball's on the middle of midfield. Feel like it should be on the right hash. Power set for Croslex. Espinoza out of the gun, but no one split out wide, waiting for the officials to get back in place. 21-20 Almont, 5.48 to go in the second quarter. Herman, the lone man in the backfield, plenty of beef in front of him. First and 10 from midfield, snap. Espinoza handoff, Herman bounces to the right side. He gets hit. Ball pops out. There's a pile for it at midfield. We're waiting for the official signal. Still waiting. Almont football. Couldn't see who had the hit, but you saw the ball pop straight up in the air. And the second drive in a row that Cross Lex has lost to the turnover bug. First and 10. Almont at the Cross Lex 49 yard line. Last two offensive snaps for Almont have resulted in touchdowns. Let's see what James Lusby and his offense goes to work with here. First and 10, Almont on the Croslex 49-yard line. 21-20, Almont on top. Trips to the right, one man in the backfield. That's Fillinger. Screw, snap, handoff, middle. Filling her to the left side. 45-40, 35-30, 25-20, cuts inside, and he rumbles his way all the way down to the 12. Almont hasn't had, needed been fancy at all. It has been Tyler Fillinger with a 45-yard touchdown run, a 25-yard touchdown run, and there a about 37-yard run to get into the Croslex red zone. On the left hash, ball on the 12, so it'll be officially a 36-yard run. First and 10, Almont 
trying to extend their 21-20 lead. It has been the little handoff inside that Fillinger's hit every time. Trips right, Fillinger the lone man behind Cruz. Sauntering up to the line under center, Cruz. Snap, handoff, Fillinger up the middle. He's hit immediately and won't gain anything. Second and 10 from the Croslex 12. If Almont can bleed a little clock before even possibly kicking a field goal, Sean O'Neill is capable of kicking from this distance. Almont gets the ball to start the second half. If they can double up, they can put Croslex in a very uncomfortable situation. Cruz works his way to the far side. Ball just inside the right hash. They moved it back a yard. So we'll call it second and 11 from the Croslex 13. Cruz under center. Twins to the right. One man behind him. Cruz leans in. Snap. Handoff. Middle and falling down at the line of scrimmage was Joka. Mm, lost a yard. Third and 12. Cross-Lex with only one timeout left to go in the half. So I'm sure Almont is going to use all 40 seconds of the play clock. Under four minutes to go, 349 and rolling to be exact in the second quarter. 21-20, Almont on top. Almont trying to knock off the undefeated top 10 ranked Pioneers. Stop a three-game losing skid. Cruz works under center, nobody behind him. Twins to the right. Wing offset to the left. Man in motion left to right. Measle. And a flag comes out. I think the Cross-Lex defensive line jumped. Third and 12 becomes third and seven and much more manageable. And I believe, maybe more importantly, the clock will keep running once the ball is reset so Almont can drain more time before the Pioneers could possibly get the ball back. Clock does start to run. Almont can take this inside of three minutes before they need to snap the ball. Cruz hanging out by his head coach, James Loosby. Casually gives him the call. Him and Matt Measle work their way into the huddle. Third and seven from the Croslex nine. They don't need a touchdown here, but not a lot of room between the first down marker and the goal line. And I think Almont will burn a timeout at the last possible moment. Back judge has his arm up. Four, three, two, timeout. 2.47 to go in the first half. Almont 21, Cross Lex 20. Last two Pioneer drives have ended in turnovers. Cross Lex was up 21 to 8 earlier in this quarter, but Tyler. Fillinger has been amazing out of the backfield. It's been a quick up-the-middle run. It's what makes the wing tee such a bear to defend. If one guy's out of position, if one guy takes half a step the wrong way, boom, it's out the gate. And you saw that on the last couple of drives. Fillinger's big run put him inside the red zone, but third and seven for Almont out of the timeout. At the half, down in Clintondale, 15 to nothing, Almont leading. St. Clair leading, uh, excuse me, Southlake leading St. Clair, 14 to nothing. Last I saw, Northern was leading Cross or was leading Frazier rather, 
17 to nothing, but that was a bit ago. Dennis Stuckey on the call there. Give you other scores as we get to the half. Right now, third and seven. Almont up 21-20 from the cross. Lex nine. Cruz under center, leans in, twins either side, snap, fakes the handoff, rolls right, looks, looks, throws on the run, and it is knocked away through the triple coverage. The Almont sideline wants a flag. Their pleas will fall on deaf ears. That's a tough throw. And now a decision for James Lusby to go for it or send the kicking unit out. 2.40 to go until halftime, 21-20, Almont on top, and Sean O'Neill works his way onto the field to try to make this a four-point game. Croslex has blocked a punt earlier in the game. See if they can get any luck with the field goal. This would be a 26-yarder. Good snap, good hold. The kick is up. It has the distance, and it is good. Sean O'Neill makes it look easy, and with 2.35 to go, three points on the board for Almont. They extend their lead to 24-20. We'll take a quick break when we come back. Final 2.35 of the first half here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Mirror Image Detailing is located at 4350 24th Avenue in Fort Gratiot, the area's leading detail center with over 20 years' experience. They offer free pickup and delivery locally. If it's dirty, they clean it. If it's stained, they remove it. Mirror Image Detailing, the name speaks for itself. Call 810-662-3616. That's 810-662-3616. Open 7 to 6 weekdays and 8 to 4 on weekends. Are you ready for some football? GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here at GetStuckOnSports.com. Almont 24, Cross Lex 20. 2.35 to go until the halftime break. It'll be extended halftime due to homecoming. But Almont has scored the last 16 points in a row. After trailing 20-8, they're up 24-20. O'Neal with the run-up and the kick. Caught by Moore at his own 10-yard line. Works to the middle of the field to the 25. Gets hit and keeps his feet moving across the 30 to the 32. And Cross Lex with 2.29 to go until halftime. And a a chance to retake the lead before the break. Has one timeout and 68 yards to go. Fumbles have ended the last two Pioneer drives. Sun completely set. The only light in the distance, the Pioneer Sugar Factory. And the only other lights in Croswell right now are here at the high school. 24-20, Almont on top of Croslex. Gavin Espinoza works out of the gun. Trips to the right. One man near side. That's Soul. Herman, the man to the left. Snap. Turning right. Fake. QB draw. To the middle. To the 35. 40. Espinosa cuts up to the 45. Runs over a defender to the 50. Mizo brought him down at midfield. Gain of 18. First and 10. Cross Lex. Clock stops for a moment as they reset the ball. Clock running once again. Cross Lex, hurry up offense built for this type of situation. Trips right, Soul near side. Herman, the lone man in the backfield. Snap, looks right. Espinoza steps into the throw near sideline. Wants Soul. It is incomplete. 
It went through Measles' hands of Almont, and it went through Soul's hands at the Almont 10-yard line. Falls incomplete. Clock stops. Second and 10, Crosslex at midfield. Will Geiger has a decent leg, although I don't know if it's in Mike LeGros' blood to settle for a field goal. He wants a touchdown, and he has 2.04 to get it. His quarterback works out of the gun. Second and 10 from midfield. Ball on the near hash, working right to left. Espinosa snap. Looks right side, fires. Gonzalez on the screen. Across midfield, cuts up to the 45. Back inside, gets near the first down marker. It'll depend on the spot. Clock still rolling. And they give the first down. Should stop the clock temporarily. Long enough for Crosslex to at least get a play in. 24-20. Almont on top. Minute 45 to go until halftime. First and 10. Crosslex from the Almont 40-yard line. Trips near side. One man far. Espinosa snap. Hand off Herman. Working to the right side. Cuts up to the 35. And gets wrestled down. Did he get out of bounds? No, he did not. Clock keeps moving. Crosslex with only one timeout left, 85 seconds to go until halftime. On the right hash, it was a gain of seven, second and three, Crosslex on the Almont 33. Crosslex not taking their time, but not in a on a torrid pace. 1-11 to go until the break. Espinosa out of the gun with trips to the left. Snap, straight drop, looks right side, fires, caught and just stepping out of bounds. Nick Monzo, 104 to go, clock stops. Chains move as he went out of bounds at the 27. First and 10, Crosslex and Almont just trying to get out of the half with the lead. They get the ball to start the third quarter. They lead 24 20, 64 seconds to go until half. Almont not bringing a ton of pressure in this two minute drill. Playing a wide defense. First and 10 from the 26. Snap, flip, left side, too far for Herman, couldn't catch it. Second and 10, Crosslex. And the pressure Almont's brought all night maybe was in the head of Espinosa. He flipped that ball a little too quickly to Herman. Had just a little more time, and maybe he makes that catch. 101 to go until halftime. Almont holding on to a four-point lead. Second and 10 from the Almont 27. Espinosa high snap, brings it down. QB draw up the middle. 25, cuts up to the 20, and he's wrestled down past the 15. Enough for a first down. First and 10, Crosslex. Chains moving, Crosslex moving. 55 seconds to go until the break. Clock is running under 50 seconds now. Stop for a moment. And now a timeout from Almont. With 52 seconds to work. And James Loosby and his staff wants to reestablish what they want to go with inside the red zone. Despite all the mistakes Crosslex has made, they might be able to take the lead into halftime. Almont giving everything they have. Both sides down men. Doesn't, doesn't change the fact no one feels bad for you. 52.5 seconds to go. Almont 24, Crosslex 20. 14 yards to the end zone. Crosslex still has one timeout in their back pocket. And most coaches want to save that for the in case of emergency situation. You take a sack, you get near the end of the, the half, and having that timeout keeps the entire field open. If you use it, 
then you have to go to the sidelines. Then you have to go past the sticks, and it makes you a little more predictable defensively. Out of the timeout, first and 10 from the Almont 14-yard line. Espinoza works from the gun. Sends Jet Weeder over to the left to make it trips left. Trevor sold the man split way out to the left. One man to the far side, Espinoza, still directing traffic. Now twins either side. Espinoza leans in first and 10 from the Almont 14. Snap, pump fake, throws right side, missed Herman again. Second and 10, cross Lex, only five seconds came off the clock. 47 seconds showing until half. Again, at halftime, we'll go over the first half, give you scores from around the area, and recap what's happened in a wild first half here in the BWAC at Cross-Lex. Second and 10, Cross-Lex from the Almont 14-yard line. Almont hasn't brought a ton of pressure on this drive. See if they bow up in the red zone. Second and 10 from the 14. Espinoza leans in, snap, looks, looks, clean pocket, all day to throw. Finally, a man in his face steps up to run across the 15 flag, comes out as Espinoza is wrangled down at the 10, but a flag back at the 18-yard line looks like it will push Croslex back. Let's see what the official call is. They put the flag on the 16. Holding against Cross Lex, so it'll push him back to the 26. Penalties and turnovers, they're cliche, but they're cliche for a reason. And Cross Lex has had both bugs tonight. Instead of it being third and about six from the 10, it is now second and 20 for Cross Lex. Ball on the left hash. Just inside the left hash. Second and 20. Ball on the 26. They need to get to the four, so call it 22. Espinoza out of the gun. Trips near side. One man far. Snap. Straight drop. In the backfield. Almost intercepted, but tipped into Herman's hands. Caught at the 27, and he works out of bounds to the 21. Oh, my goodness. I believe that was Measle that got his hands on it. And if Espinoza throws that ball six inches lower, it might be a pick six for Almont. Oh, wow. Give credit to Herman. Good concentration. He was knocked out at the 22. Call it third and about 16. They need to get to the Almont four. Empty set for Espinoza. Snap, straight drop, good pocket, rolls left, steps into a throw, throws low, and it's caught by Gonzalez at the 13-yard line, and that's where Mike Legro will use his final timeout. Clock runs down to 17 seconds. Fourth and 11 in decision time for Legro. 24, 2017.2 to go until half. If he wanted to kick, it would be about a 33-yarder. 24-20, a field goal doesn't give Cross-Lex the lead to tie it up, but it makes it a one-point game going into the break. They moved it up, so it's about fourth and nine. Ball placed down around the 13. Need to get just past the five, so we'll call it fourth and, call it fourth and nine. 
So you don't need to go to the end zone. But with no timeouts left, if you get tackled inbounds past the first down marker, you have to go up and spike it. Offense coming out for Crosslux. Fourth and nine from the 13-yard line. Espinoza with the snap, straight drop, looks right all the time in the world. Fires to the end zone, caught! Touchdown, Crosslux! Found! Looked like Cody Metavire. Metivier, excuse me. And Crosslux beats the buzzer. And Geiger will come out to make it a three-point game. All day long, Espinoza had to throw, and he found his man. 10.5 to go until halftime. Geiger to try to make this a three-point game. Weeder on the hold. Snaps good. The kick is up, and it's blocked. Blocked extra point keeps it a two-point game, 26-24, 10.5 to go. Almont will get the ball to start the third quarter. They only have one timeout. Have to imagine a squib kick is on the mind of Cross Lex. We'll keep it right here before the break. Almont with only one timeout and getting the ball to start the second half. I don't think they want to take any risks. Try to get the ball and anything catastrophic happen before the break to lose all the momentum. Even though Croslex has the lead, the Almont sideline jumping. They're feeling good about themselves right now. Trying to spoil Croslex's homecoming. Croslex 26, Almont 24. Ten and a half seconds left to go until halftime. Although the way, although the way Almont's been running the ball, a simple handoff could Spring a big play. Looks to be another line drive setup for Geiger. Has the ball facing once again, Mraz. Geiger the run-up. The, the ground ball, Mraz picks it up. Works to the middle, cuts up to the 40. He stood up and slammed down at the 39. 5.8 seconds to go. On the left half. Left hash, I should say, 5.8 seconds before the half. I don't think Almont will take a knee. They'll probably just run one play. Again, you don't want anything catastrophic to happen. Keep that good momentum going into the break. They place the ball on the 40. Cruz has it. Has his, has his huddle ready for him back at the 30. Yale pulled out just about every trick play they could have against Croslex a week ago. Have to imagine the defense is ready for about anything. Four DBs back across their own 45-yard line. Ball is on the Almont 40. Cruz takes his time under center. Two men behind him. Snap. Handoff near side. Working measle. He bounces off. One would be tackled to the 45. Cuts up to the 50. So a nice 10-yard gain for Matt Measle as the buzzer sounds. Look good on the stat sheet, but doesn't change the score. And at the half, oh boy, do we have ourselves a ball game. Cross Lex 26, Almont 24. We'll recap the first half and more when we come back here and get stuck on sports.com. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Stop by Culver's in Fort Gratiot for their Thursday night cruise nights. Check out all the cool cars and bring your own. They've got live music, door prizes, food specials, and more. Plus, they're serving up all your delicious Culver's favorites. Every Thursday starting at 5 at Culver's in front of the Birchwood Mall. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Freshen up your kitchen and bathroom with new countertops from Bedrock Kitchen and Bath. Bedrock has the best selection in countertops from quartz to granite in southeastern Michigan. Call Bedrock today to schedule your free in-home estimate at 888-BEDROCK. That number again is 888-BEDROCK. Or request an appointment online at brkb.biz. That again is brkb.biz for Bedrock Kitchen and Bath. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports halftime show. And oh boy, do we have ourselves a doozy. Cross Lex 26, Almont 24. Game started as most Cross Lex games do. With the Pioneer touchdown, very quickly, 93 seconds into the game, it was an 11-yard Nick Monzo touchdown reception, and Croslex looked to be working on all cylinders. They get a stop, but then a couple of Almont sacks gives Almont the ball back, and they work down the field. 38 pass from Cruz to Matt Measel, and the two-point conversion was good. Almont 8, Croslex 7 just past the midway point in the first quarter. Croslex would then answer, and the way Croslex usually does to start the second quarter, a Trevor Soul touchdown catch who was Mr. Reliable on that drive. He had three catches, two were first downs, one was a touchdown, 14-8. to Croslex after the good extra point. Then Gavin Espinoza, after a stop, would move the ball down the field on a blocked punt from the 19-yard line. Espinoza would run a QB draw, break a couple tackles, and just run someone over, working his way into the end zone, 20 
twenty to eight cross lection, you're thinking, oh, here come the pioneers. This is what they do. But Almont said, not so fast. We're here to spoil homecoming. 45-yard run for Tyler Fillinger, just a handoff up in the middle, and he rumbled his way all the way into the end zone, 20-15. to Croslex would then fumble on their next drive. And the next play for Almont, Tyler Fillinger, again, this time 25 yards out, makes it 21-20. Thinking, okay, we've got, it's interesting, Croslex fumbles again, this time at midfield. Defense bows up, but Sean O'Neill for Almont puts the 26-yard field goal up and good. Almont 24, Croslex 26, and right before the half, Croslex's two-minute offense answers with a touchdown pass. Croslex, excuse me, 26, Almont 24. I'm getting choked up. This has been such a fun football game. It's why we call it the B-Wacky. It's one of the best mid size conferences in the state of Michigan. Almont trying to upset the undefeated ranked Croslex Pioneers. Depending on where you look, they're as high as number two, but almost any publication worth its weight has Croslex as one of the top ten teams in Division Four, and that's where we stand. Almont will get the ball to start the second half, but right now, you're listening to high school football coverage on GetStuckOnSports.com. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. 
Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports halftime show. 26-24, Cross-Lex with the lead. Let's take a look at some other scores from around the Blue Water area. It's been an interesting night. We'll start off with some of the less interesting scores. Yale up 42-0 over MLA City. North Branch 46, Richmond 10. North Branch has one of the best offenses in the state of Michigan in terms of points per game. Ubley 35, Cass City nothing. All those games were at the half. We have some other scores at the half. Northern 23, Frazier 0. Marine City only leading Lampfear 20-8. That Lampfear team is frisky. Going to be a tough road for, <laughs> for Marine City. They're banged up. Uh, Carsonville Port Sanilac up 18-14. That's early in the second quarter. If I can find any more scores from you from around the area. No Port Huron score. St. Clair was down 22 to nothing. And Clintondale trailing Marysville. I believe it is, yes, 21 to 6. But Clintondale threatening to make that game a tighter contest. Here in Cross Lex, it is Almont trailing Cross Lex 26-24. Almont to get the ball to start the second half. But we have more on the Get Stuck on Sports halftime show for you. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. Every grandma knows GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. 
Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Stop by Culver's in Fort Gratiot for their Thursday night cruise nights. Check out all the cool cars and bring your own. They've got live music, door prizes, food specials, and more. Plus, they're serving up all your delicious Culver's favorites. Every Thursday starting at 5 at Culver's in front of the Birchwood Mall. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Freshen up your kitchen and bathroom with new countertops from Bedrock Kitchen and Bath. Bedrock has the best selection in countertops from quartz to granite in southeastern Michigan. Call Bedrock today to schedule your free in-home estimate at 888-BEDROCK. That number again is 888-BEDROCK. Or request an appointment online at brkb.biz. That again is brkb.biz for Bedrock Kitchen and Bath. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports halftime show. Halftime festivities just about to wind down. Band working its way off the field. Still a little bit before second half kickoff. 26-24. Cross Lex on top of Almont, but Almont gets the ball first. And boy, is that first possession going to be big. Don't want to miss any of it. We'll have it in a little bit. You're listening to High School Football on GetStuckOnSports.com. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Hustling around town to get the kids to and from practice? Want some of the best burgers on the go? Stop by A&W in Marysville or Elmont and pick up dinner for the whole family. 
While you're there, don't forget to grab a gallon of their famous root beer, located on Gratiot in Marysville and on Van Dyke in Elmont. A&W, all-American food for the whole family. Hey guys, my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag, let me tell you what, he knows quality appliances and how to make your home run smoother. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made appliances from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen forever. It's high-efficiency front and top-load washers will not only save you money, but handle your laundry in half the time. Miller Maytag's main goal is to satisfy all your appliance needs. Stop in today a quarter of a mile south of McLaren Hospital. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Mirror Image Detailing is located at 4350 24th Avenue in Fort Gratiot, the area's leading detail center with over 20 years experience. They offer free pickup and delivery locally. If it's dirty, they clean it. If it's stained, they remove it. Mirror Image Detailing, the name speaks for itself. Call 810-662-3616. That's 810-662-3616. Open 7 to 6 weekdays and 8 to 4 on weekends. Huron Title Company has been locally owned and operated since 1982. They are the problem solvers. Whether buying or selling a home or property, the goal is to make each transaction a success. Huron Title Company provides a full range of title and escrow services for buyers and sellers. They work hard to keep your best interests in mind throughout the entire process, and one of the owners is a practicing attorney, setting us apart from our competition. Huron Title Company, call 810-987-2141 or 1-800-878-4853. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Both teams warming up at halftime. Cross-Lex leads 26-24. Second half kick coming up right after this. Almont to receive the opening half kick. You're listening to High School Football on GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. 
Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. Is your golf cart boring and ugly? Sounds like you need to take it into Independent Custom Carts in Yale. The pros at Independent Custom Carts will blow your mind. Give Independent Custom Carts a call today at 810-984-2278 or look for them on Facebook to see pictures of their work. Port Huron Prowlers are back for year eight in the FPHL. Don't miss any of the high-flying hockey action at McMoran Arena. You can get your Prowlers season tickets now. Full season ticket packages start at $250 for adults and $225 for seniors, military, and children. The Prowlers drop the puck for their home opener on October 14th when their brand new rival, the Motor City Rockers, come to town. For ticket information, call the McMoran box office at 810-985-6166. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Start of the second half here at Croslex. Croslex leading 26-24. Croslex kicking off line drive. Kick caught by Mraz at the 35. Works outside the numbers and gets pushed out of bounds at about the 41. And that's where Trenton Cruz and the Almont offense will take over. First and 10, Almont on their own 41. Their last three drives have resulted in points. It's been touchdown, touchdown, field goal. And a field goal or a touchdown Gives Almont the lead, again, down 26-24. It has been Tyler Fillinger that has had the bulk of the carries for Almont. Cruz works under center, first and 10 from his own 41-yard line. One man split out, way to the right. Man in motion out to the right. It's going to be a double pass. Man wide open down the field. Nasavera catches it, and he's wrestled down at the 30. Trick play to start the second half, and it hits for Almont. Deep into Croslex territory. First and 10, Almont. They will put the ball squarely on the 30-yard line on the right hash. Trick. Trick plays have plagued Croslex the last two weeks. And Croslex was frankly lucky that wasn't a touchdown. 30 seconds into the second half. Almont deep in Croslex territory. Cruz under center. Two men behind him. One man split out wide to the right. Snap. Fumbled snap. Cruz picks it up and I think he tried to hand it off. He might have been able to. Either way, knocked back down at the 20. 
excuse me, the 34-yard line. Loss of four, second and 14. That's what Almont hasn't had happen. They've been taking advantage of Cross Lex's mistakes, and they've been playing a very clean game. Cruz works into the huddle. Second and 14 ball on their own 34-yard line. Need to get to the Cross Lex 20. Second and 14, Cruz under center, two men behind him. Snap, handoff, left side, trying to bounce the outside. Batani breaks a tackle in the backfield, gets across the line of scrimmage to the 32 before he is wrestled down. Looks like that was Joey Scaramazzino on the tackle. Called a gain of one, third and 13. 10-17 and rolling here in the third quarter. Cross-Lex 26, Almont 24. Almont looking for a big score on the first drive of the second half. Try to retake the lead. The upset-minded Almont Raiders trying to knock off the undefeated Cross-Lex Pioneers. Could be four down territory. Third and 13 from the out from the Cross-Lex 33-yard line. Twins right, Cruz under center. Man in motion, Batani. Play action, rolls right. Looks, looks. Man chasing from behind. Cuts up to the 35. Cuts to the 30. Tackled down at the 25-yard line. Gain of eight brings up a fourth and five situation. Sean O'Neill has a good leg. I don't know if they try a 40-plus yard kick. Looks like the offense stays out. They put the ball back on the 26. So, fourth and six for Almont. Offense on the field. Ball on the right hash. Fourth and six. From the Croslex 26, they need to get to the 20. Out of the gun, Cruz leans in, snap, rolls right, steps up, fires. It's caught at the first down marker and more. Out at the 15-yard line. Chase Batani and a big fourth down conversion keeps the drive alive for Almont. First and 10, Almont. They spot the ball at the 15. Trying to retake the lead, 8.57, and the clock stopped for now on the Cross-Lex 14-yard line. First and 10 Raiders. Working to the line of scrimmage. Trenton Cruz works under center. Man behind him, Tyler Fillinger. Trips right. Snap, handoff Fillinger up the middle. Hit at the line of scrimmage. Keeps his feet moving. Gets a yard, maybe two if he's lucky. Get it to the Cross-Lex 12, second and eight Raiders. Almont, perfectly comfortable taking their time, working their way down the field. Ooh, that was a, that was not a generous spot. They said no gain. Looked like the far official had them at about the 12. Not going to be too generous. So second and a long nine. Cruz in the huddle, brings his troops to the line. Under center, T formation, Batani, one of the backs behind him, one man split out to the right, snap, handoff, no, play action. Wanted a throwback, flag comes out, intercepted! Trevor Soul picked it off the five, working to the far side, the 25-30 across the numbers, cuts back at the 40, 50, 40, 30, 20, Trevor Soul, house call! 
Pick six, Pioneers! Flag on the field, I believe it's on Almont. Trevor Soule has been all reliable for Croslex all night long if it stands a 95-yard pick six. There are two flags on the field, one at the Croslex 20, one at the Croslex 16. If it's offsetting, oh my goodness, would this be the break of the century for Almont? If they offset, I believe... Holding and roughing the passer. Wait, he signaled roughing the passer against Almont. That doesn't make any sense. Let's see. Holding against Cross against Almont. Roughing the passer against Cross Lex. The penalties offset. Replay the down. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Trevor Soul's 95-yard pick six might as well not have happened. Second and 10 back on the cross. Lex 15 for Almont. Offsetting penalties negate what would have been a huge back-breaking Score for Croslex would have put him up two scores. Instead, just like the play never happened, still second down. See if Almont can take advantage. 7.48 to go in the third quarter, 26-24, Croslex on top. Almont with new life, trips to the left, one man in the backfield, Fillinger. Out of the gun, Cruz leans in, calls for the snap, gets it. Handoff, filling her, hitting the backfield, goes nowhere. Can't get back to the line of scrimmage. Loss of two, third and 12 upcoming for Almont. Heck, at this point, if they can just turn it over on downs, that's a win after what looked like a pick six for Trevor Soule. Third and 12, Almont. Last time they are in this situation, a hard count had Cross Lex jumping and made it a much more manageable situation for Almont. They've converted a fourth down already on this drive. This just third down. On the right hash. Third and 12, Almont from the cross, Lex 17. Out of the gun, Cruz, pump fake, left, throwing for the end zone, overthrew everyone. Nasavero wanted a flag. He won't get one. And is the kicking unit coming on? It is. Sean O'Neill on the field with a standard operation. This would be a 34-yard kick. See where they place the tee. They put it on the 23, so only a six-yard snap. Standard's usually seven. Walton the holder. O'Neill to give Almont the lead. Snap good. Hold. Kick blocked. It's touched and trying to return it. Didn't know it more. Picks up the five. Working far side. Flag comes out. A bunch of flags come out. More returning it to the 45 to the 50. And another big cross legs play is going to be negated by flags. Although now it will be cross legs ball still. I believe an illegal blindside hit will be the call. 
It's one of the newer rules in football. You cannot throw a big knockout hit working back towards your own goal line. And on a on a blocked kick, that's a prime spot for that. Had about three officials almost throw their arm out trying to get the flag out of their pocket. So it'll be Croslex ball. At least it should be Croslex ball. All the flags came out after the the kick was blocked. Still 26-24. Officials discussing on where the ball should be spotted. Illegal crackback block on Croslex. 6.42 to go in the third quarter. 26-24. Croslex still on top. They have the ball. Looks like it will be placed on their own five-yard line. Put it on the six. So instead of having it at midfield or a pick six, Croslex gets the stop, but they have 94 yards to go to get in the end zone. First and 10, Croslex working right to left here on the grass field at Croslex High School. Huddling up, something Croslex doesn't do often. They break. First and 10 from their own six-yard line. Ball on the right hash. Twins either side for Espinoza. Out of the gun, Herman the back to his left. Espinoza leans in, snap, hand off. Herman, no, keeper Espinoza, room to work. Cross the 10 to the 15, slips one tackler, 20. Middle of the field to the 25. Gain of 19 and gives the Pioneers plenty of room to work. First and 10, Cross-Lex on the Cross-Lex 25-yard line. Ball middle of the field. Espinoza hasn't had too many designed runs. A draw here or there, but most of his runs have been on scrambles. Trips right, one man near side. First and 10, cross Lex on their own 25-yard line. Espinoza snaps, straight drop, all day in the pocket. Steps up, wants to throw, hit as he does, and it is caught on the right sideline. Mativier on a nine-yard catch on the cross Lex 34. Second and one upcoming for the Pioneers. Halfway through the third quarter, still 26-24. Cross-Lex on top of Almont looking to add to their lead. From their own 34, Twins either side, Espinosa out of the gun. Good snap, straight drop again all day. Works to his right, looking downfield. Man in his face, hit as he throws. Tries to throw it away, and no flag comes out for intentional grounding. Didn't think there would be. Now, there was one earlier that was a 50-50 call, and it went Almont's way. So third and two, Croslex on their own 34-33 yard line. We'll call it a yard and a half. Almont looking for a big stop here midway through the third quarter. Twins either side, Espinosa out of the gun, snap, handoff, Herman. He gets hit in the backfield. He goes down. He didn't get the first down. And now in their own territory, decision time for Mike Legro and the Croslex offense. Offense stays on the field. Twins either side. Espinosa out of the gun. Fourth and one from the 34. Hard count and the defensive end moved and offsides Almont. In high school, you only need to break the line of scrimmage. Doesn't matter when they snap the ball. And Cross Lex gets a free first down. 5.32 to go in the third quarter. 26-24, Cross Lex on top. With the ball first and 10 on their own 39-yard line, a drive that started on their own six. 
Trips near side, one man split out far side. Herman the back to the left of Espinoza. Espinoza leans in, first and 10 from the 39-yard line. Straight drop, Espinoza all day to throw. Looks, looks, fires sidearm, and it is... Is it caught at the 48? It is. Jet Weeder made a catch as he got hit. Gain of eight. They'll put it at the 47, second and two cross Lex. Almont not getting the pressure they did in the first half. Not sending as many... Many men, not as many blitzes, but the secondary doing a good job keeping the Cross-Lex receivers covered. Second and two, snap, Espinoza works to the right, scramble across midfield, 45-40, scampers out of bounds at the Almont, 35, gain of 17, first and 10, Cross-Lex, and that Pioneer offense is humming. Almont in desperate need of a stop. They've got forced two fumbles today. They'd love a third. Four and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. 26-24, Cross-Lex on top. They have the ball first and 10 at the Almont 35-yard line. Trips left, one man right side. Herman, the man to the left of Espinoza. Espinoza leans in, snap, straight drop, looks left, looks left. Steps to the throw, wants Gonzalez deep. Overthrew him by about 10 yards. Gonzalez was at the 10. Ball landed at the goal line. Second and 10, Cross-Lex. Ball on their own 35. This third quarter has gone by much quicker than the second quarter did. That was one of the longest quarters of football I've ever been a part of. Had to do with a lot of scores going either way. A lot of turnovers. A lot of clock stoppages. Second and 10 from the Almont 35-yard line. Trips left, one man right for Espinoza. Herman, the man off his left hip in the backfield. Out of the gun, Espinoza, second and 10 from the 35. Takes the high snap, straight drop. Looks left, clean pocket, works back all the way to the 50. Pressure comes, rolling out right, fires, and it's bobbled and dropped near the first down marker. Had Jet Weeder near the line to gain, and it he just bobbled it and dropped it. Third and 10, Cross-Lex. Could be four down territory, depending on what happens here on third down. Again, Espinosa's had all day to throw. Here in the second half, wasn't the case in the first. Twins either side, third and 10 from the Almont 35. Espinosa leans in, snap, straight drop again. Looks right, fires to the stick, dropped. Through the hands of Mativier. Fourth and 10 for Cross-Lex. And now on the 35, this is a tough decision for a coach. Out of field goal range, could throw a jump ball downfield, and if it's intercepted, it works like an arm punt. Looks like the offense will stay on the field. 4.15 to go until the end of the third quarter. 26-24. Cross-Lex on top at Almont. Needs a stop here on fourth and 10. Tip of the football on the 35-yard line. They need to get to the Almont 25. Trips. No, Twins left. Twins right. Herman in the backfield. Espinoza on fourth and 10. Gets the snap. Drop back. Man in his face. He's looking to avoid pressure. He gets hit. He goes down. And Almont gets the stop they need. Back at the 39-yard line, first and 10, Almont. How about that Almont secondary? These are some talented 
Cross lacks wide receivers and for the most part relatively has kept them under wraps. First and 10, Elmont on their own 40-yard line, 26-24. Cross-Lex on top, but the defense is holding serve to start the second half. They place the ball on the Almont 40. Midfield stripe, the first down line. Cruz under center, three men backfield, heavy set. Play action. Cruz in the backfield. Time to throw off his back foot. Once Batani overthrew him by a step. Again, Batani trying to politic for a flag. He's barking up the wrong tree. Second and 10. Almont on their own 40 yard line. Again, Croslex undefeated in BWAC play. Trying to keep pace with North Branch. They've been dominating Richmond tonight. So it looks like North Branch will go to 6 0. North Branch already beat Almont 34-14 at Almont two weeks ago. Almont trying to get off the schneid. Lost last week to Armada as well. Down two here at Cross-Lex. Second and 10 from their own 40-yard line. Have to hustle to the line. Five seconds to go until they snap it. Cruz under center. Snap, handoff, Measle on the end of round. Gets hit at the line of scrimmage and goes down hard. Big number 73, Benny Mendoza on the stop. No gain, third and 10, Almont. This has been a chess match in every sense of the word. Defense is now holding strong. Third and a long 10 for Almont on their own 39 and a half yard line. Need to get to the midfield stripe. 3.28 to go until the end of the third quarter. 26-24, Cross-Lex leading Almont. Cruz and Almont working into the huddle. Taking their time. They need to hustle to the line. Five seconds to go on the play clock. Cruz under center, one man out to the right. Timeout, Almont. They were about to get a delay of game penalty and a timeout, which can be life support at this point in the game. First resource burned by Almont, 26-24. Cross-Lex on top of Almont, 3.06 to go. Let's see if we can get you some scores from around the area. Marysville was leading Clintondale, 21-6. That's still the score in the fourth quarter. 62-10, North Branch on top of Richmond. 37-8, Northern on top of Frazier. See if we can give you any other scores. Ubley was dominating Cass City. Last we saw 42-7 the final in that game. Marine City and Lamphere were in a battle. See if we can get you an updated score from there. It was 30-8 now Marine City. They are starting to pull away. Yale on top of MLA City. That game may have went final by now. 42-7 Yale on top of MLA City. That's in the fourth quarter. Here at Cross-Lex, it is Cross-Lex 26, Almont 24, third and 10 out of the timeout. They actually moved the ball up about a, about a foot. So tip of the football just kissing the 40-yard line. They need to get to the midfield stripe. Third and 10, Almont trips to the right. Cruz under center, Fillinger the back behind him. Tight end left. 
Cruz leans in, snap, fakes the handoff, Patani rolls right all day, fires on the run, caught at the Crosslex 47 and out of bounds, Matt Measle, a big pickup of 12 on third and 10, first down Almont. Three minutes to go in the third quarter, 26-24 Crosslex, but Almont is just being so darn pesky they won't go away. Ball on the Crosslex 47. Almont has done a great job on money downs, third and fourth downs today. And Trenton Cruz, when he's been asked to throw, has done an amazing job. Trips left, one man near side. Spread look for Almont. Cruz out of the gun. Man to his left. Snap, looks right side. Caught at the Crosslex 46 and stumbling out of bounds is number 13, Cole Walton. Gain of about five. They mark him out at the 42, second and five, Almont. 2.54 to go in the third quarter. Two-point lead for Crosslex. Ball on the right hash. Almont working left to right for now. A game that kind of became a track meet for a little bit has now slowed down to what you... You usually expect from BWAC ball. Second and five on the Crosslex 42-yard line. Again, trips left, one man near side. Lone man in the backfield with Cruz. Snap, Cruz looking middle. Pressure comes, throws over the middle. Measle had it tipped away. Trevor Soul on the coverage. He has been the MVP for the Pioneers tonight. Last drive for Almont, he had a pick six called back due to offsetting penalties. Third and five, Almont on the 42-yard line of Crosslex. They need to get to the 37. And on third and five, it might be four-down territory. Ball on the right hash. Cruz works out of the gun again. Trip short side to Cruz's right. Filling here, excuse me, that is Fuller in the backfield with him. Snap, Cruz, straight drop, pressure comes, fires on the run, knocked down at the line of scrimmage. Number 28, Johnny Joke, excuse me, number 28 for Cross Lex, Reese Noel with the PBU, brings up fourth and five, and I believe the punt unit comes out for Almont. 2.45 to go in the third quarter, 26-24. Chase Batani back to punt. He has the ability to tuck it and run in plus territory. Don't be ex- don't be surprised if they fake this. No one back to return for Cross Lex. They're not expecting. They're expecting a fake. Good snap. Batani one step. A nice punt down the right sideline. Ooh, no, he shanked that. That angle was awkward from this press box. They place it out of bounds at the twenty. See the official walking it off to the twenty-six. So not a great punt, a 16-yard punt, but it gives a lot of green grass behind the Almont defense. So Crosslex offense comes out once again. First and 10 from their own 27-yard line. Almont defense needs a stop. On the near hash. First and 10, Crosslex. Gavin Espinoza takes his time. Will work out of the gun. Trips to the right. One man near side. Trevor Soul. He's a man you need to pay attention to. Herman the back on his right hip. Espinoza leans in. 
as we wait for first and ten. Need the go-ahead from the official. And no, no whistle blown, snap, fumbled by Espinoza for a bit, collects it, throws right side into the dirt right at the feet of Weeder at the 30-yard line. Incomplete second and 10, cross Lex from their own 27-yard line. 2.37 to go in the third quarter, 26-24, cross Lex leading Almont. A high-scoring second quarter got us to this point. Nobody has scored here in the third. Defenses have held serve. Espinoza, second and 10 from his own 27-yard line. Trips right, one man near side. Herman, the man in the backfield. Snap, drop, looking back, firing, caught by Weeder at the 31. Works to the outside across the 35. First down and more. Weeder stays on his feet. He's lassoed down. Past the first down marker. First and 10. Cross Lex to the their own 39-yard line. Espinoza has had a little bit of trouble with the last two snaps. Ball near the right hash, first and 10, cross Lex. Trips left for Espinoza, Herman offset to his left. Espinoza leans in, calls for the ball, clean snap, in the pocket, all day. Flag comes out on the near sideline, flip to Jet Weeder, incomplete at the cross Lex 40, but a whistle and they will discuss the flag. Maybe... A legal formation. It came out near the snap. Imagine it's against Cross Lex. Another penalty for the Pioneers will push him back. Let's wait for the official call. Illegal shift against Cross Lex. They're declining the penalty to make it second and ten. The officials have not gotten the memo. They have already walked it off. Every Almont coach on the near sideline were waving their arms to decline the penalty. They'd rather take the incomplete pass. 2.07 to go in the third quarter. Still 26-24, Croslex on top of Almont. Croslex trying to hold on to their undefeated season for a second straight week. Out of the gun, Espinoza trips left, one man far side. Espinoza, straight drop, fires near side. Weeder catches it at the 39, turns up field, and a tackle on the near sideline up high. Croslex wants a face mask. I don't think they'll get it, but they will have a gain of six, or seven rather, depending on the spot. Third and three for Croslex on their own 46-yard line. Draws Lex, taking their time. Trips right, one man near side. Espinoza leans in, gets the snap, straight drop. Pressure comes, steps up in the pocket. He jukes and gets across the line of scrimmage, across the 50, breaks a tackle at the 45, outside the numbers, and he walks out of bounds at the 33-yard line, but a flag comes out at the Almont 33. See who this is on. If it's against Lex, it's still enough for the first down, depending on what the call is. But another Pioneer penalty shoots them in the foot. Let's see, on the 40, depending on what the call was, 
Illegal block in the back, and that's 15 yards. No, 10. Block in the back's only 10, but it's still enough for a Croslax first down. So as far as penalty goes, that's about the best scenario you could ask for if you're a Croslax fan. Buck 51 left to go in the third, still 26-24. Defense is holding strong here in quarter number three. Ball at the midfield stripe. Slightly hedging towards the Croslax end zone. First and 10 Pioneers. Espinoza has trips to the short side, his left. Espinoza, high snap, brings it down. Flag comes out before the snap. It'll be a legal formation. Pass knocked away, intended for Jackson Gonzalez on the Almont 40. Looked like it was Carson Wood on the, the, the defense for Almont, but a five-yard penalty if Almont chooses to accept it, would make it first and 15. Let's see if, they, if it is accepted. This time it is. And another Croslex penalty makes it first and 15. Croslex. This Almont defense has played pretty well against a really, really good Croslex offense. Ball on the 45-yard line, first and 15, cross Lex, their own 45-yard line. Every blue jersey looking over to the far sideline, they get the call, work to the line. Trips far side, one man near. Trevor Soul, the man near. In the backfield to the left hip of Espinoza is Herman. Snap high, straight drop, Espinoza steps up in the pocket. He faces pressure, spins out of one would-be tackler, can't spin out of another, gets near the first down marker, ball popped out. There's a scrum for it. Almont says they have it. They do! Almont forces their third turnover of the night. Espinoza trying to work his way out of a sack. And the ball popped out at their own 45. First and 10. Almont in plus territory once again. 119 to go in the third quarter. 26-24 across Lex. But Almont sideline is energized. And the home pioneer side has a large hush falling over it here on homecoming. Now the Almont faithful waits with bated breath as Cruz works under center. Tight formation, no one split out wide. Cruz under center. Leans in, snap, handoff, hit in the backfield and going down. Benny Mendoza laid the hit stick on Matt Measle for a loss of one. Oh, it was like he ran into a brick wall. Whoa, Benny Mendoza, a big, big player in the middle of that Croslex defense. He will be playing college ball on Saturday somewhere. The question is not if, it's where. Second and 11 for Almont on the Croslex 46-yard line. Cruz saunters under center with trips to his right. One man in the backfield, Fillinger. Snap, fakes the handoff. Cruz, clean pocket, works to the left, rolling. Rolling, scrambles, has Green in front of him to the 40. Cuts up at the 35 near the first down marker. It'll be close. I think he'll be a hair short. He didn't quite get to the 35. But Cruz improvises, gains 10. But after the short loss on first down, makes it third and one. 
And that will be the last play of the third quarter. At the end of three, Croslex 26, Almont 24, Almont driving. You're listening to High School Football and get stuck on sports.com. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Hey everybody, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. I'm inviting you to come shop at Kimball's. We're open late on Fridays until 7 and Saturdays until 3. I take pride in helping my customers find the finest appliances and furniture. We have plenty of items in stock for immediate delivery. I guarantee the lowest prices and I'll help you find the best item to fit your needs. We offer hassle-free service, financing for everyone regardless of credit history. Kimball's is located on the corner of 10th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Nobody beats the bug. June bug, that is. Hi, this is Junebug. Stop in. We'll take good care of you. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Start of the fourth quarter. Croslex 26, Almont 24. Almont has it third and one on the Croslex 36-yard line. Power formation, three men in the backfield. Cruz under center, QB sneak. He gets the push across the 33, more than enough for a first down. First and 10, Almont. Getting deeper into Croslex territory. Almont has turned it over zero times today. Cross Lex has turned it over three. Three lost fumbles for the Pioneers. Almont did throw what looked to be a 95-yard pick six. It was called back due to offsetting penalties. First and 10, Almont from the Cross Lex 33-yard line. Cruz takes his troops to the line. One man split out to the left. Two men in the backfield. Looks like Measle and Fillinger. Snap, pitch, working up the middle. Batani... And he gets maybe a yard, if he's lucky, fell forward for a second. Second and eight, Almont. He only gets one, so second and nine, Almont from the 32. Trenton Cruz taking his time, and more importantly, Almont holding the ball this long is giving their defense time to rest. Another first down, and you are within kicking range for Sean O'Neill to possibly take the lead. Second and nine, Almont. They're taking a long time to get this snap off. Ten seconds on the play clock. T formation for Almont. Three men in the backfield. Cruz under center. Snap. Play action and running into his own man. Measle, excuse me, Batani finds a hole. 20-10. Touchdown, Almont. It looked like design chaos in the backfield. And Chase Batani goes 33 yards Almont has the lead. Ten thirty-two to go in the fourth quarter. The crescent moon hanging above Croslex High. 
Is Almont trying to go for two to make this a two or make it a six point ball game? Ball placed in the middle of the field on the three yard line. Almont one for two on two point conversions today. An extra point does them no good right now. Cruz hustles in. His Raiders have the lead. The question is how much will they lead by? Work in for the two-point conversion. Cruz under center. Full house formation. Snap. Play action. Cruz rolls. Flyers. Is it caught? No. Incomplete. Two-point. No good. But Almont still has the lead. 10:32 to go in the third in the fourth quarter. Almont 30. Croslex 26. We'll be back in a minute with GetStuckOnSports.com. Sporting Iron Prowlers are back for year eight in the FPHL. Don't miss any of the high-flying hockey action at McMoran Arena. You can get your Prowler season tickets now. Full season ticket packages start at $250 for adults and $225 for seniors, military, and children. The Prowlers drop the puck for their home opener on October 14th when their brand new rival, the Motor City Rockers, come to town. For ticket information, call the McMoran box office at 810-985-6166. Are you ready for some football? GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Back here and get stuck on sports.com. 10.32 to go in the fourth quarter. Cross Lex trailing Almont 30-26. to Chase Butani with the 33-yard touchdown run. And Almont runs up the kickoff end over end. Weeder catches it at his own 15-yard line, working up the near hash of the 25 to the 30. He gets hit, and he's dropped immediately at the Croslex 32. And the Pioneer offense, who hasn't scored yet in the second half, needs to desperately if they don't want their homecoming spoiled, if they don't want their perfect season spoiled. Last week, Croslex had to escape with their lives at Yale in overtime, 32-29. Similar story here tonight. Almont 30, Croslex 26, 10-27 left to go in regulation. Three fumbles lost for Croslex have really turned the tides. Shotgun snap, first and 10 from the 32-yard line. Espinosa fires, and it is dropped at the 40-yard line. I shouldn't say drop more, broken up by Almont's number nine, Carson Wood. Mativier was the intended target at the Cross-Lex 40, second and 10, Cross-Lex from their own 32-yard line. They've let Gavin Espinoza play gunslinger tonight. He's thrown three touchdowns, rushed for another. None of those have come in the second half. Second and 10 from his own 32-yard line. Espinosa snap, straight drop, looks. Plenty of time to throw. Wants the deep ball just over the hands of Mativier at the Almont 40. Third and 10, Croslex. And if Almont can get a stop here, they get the ball back up four, and their offense is designed to play with the lead. On their own 32-yard line, third and 10, Croslex. Gavin Espinoza stands with his hands on the hips back at his own 25. Ball's on the 32. 
One man split out either side. Third and two, 10 for Cross Lex. Flair right side overthrew Herman at the 35. Three straight incompletions. And I have to imagine Almont's getting the ball back. Punt unit on for Cross Lex. 10.09 to go in the fourth quarter. Almont 30, Croslex 26, and it is now squarely on the shoulders of the Croslex defense. Back to punt for Croslex, Cody Mativier. Back to return for Almont. Looks like it is Batani or Fuller. Fuller back to return. Mativier one step, line drive, end over end punt, bounces at the 40, will straight up and doesn't take a bounce either way. A little extracurricular at midfield, and a flag comes out. It's going to co- cost Almont 15 yards. And it was a Raider that was that had a nice pancake block, but after the whistle, he made sure he knew the, the Croslex player he blocked knew he was pancaked, and that cost Almont 15 yards. Instead of it being first and 10, Almont on their own 45. It pushes them back to their own 30. We do have one final from around the area. Marysville gets a nice bounce back win, 23-6 over Clintondale on the road. So Marysville gets back to 500 with the win. Almont trying to stay above 500 if they can pull off an upset here at Croslex on homecoming. They lead it 30-26, to 9.59 to go in the ballgame. Almont. Looking to put a long, sustained drive together. Almont doesn't look like doesn't look like they have the right personnel. They're gesturing towards the sidelines. First and ten on their own thirty, huddled up. Looks like they have plenty of time to get the snap off. First and ten from their own thirty-yard line. Cruz under center, filling her in the backfield. Looks like Patani with him. Cruz snap, handoff. Works Fillinger up the middle across the 35. Falls forward to the 37 for second and three. Almont. Fillinger stumbled his way ahead. Second and three, Almont. And they are going to waste as much time as possible. Actually, they might work at a normal pace. Still with nine and a half minutes to go. You don't want to burn too much time. And if Croslex, their defense can play really well. If they don't get the stop and Croslex scores, you want to leave yourself a little bit of time to work with. Second and three from the Croslex 37-yard line. Cruz under center, full house backfield. No one out wide. Snap. Hand off up the middle. Hit at the line of scrimmage and going down Fillinger. He got about a yard. Third and two for Almont, and a big third down coming up. Don't think Almont would go for it unless it's fourth and a and a hair in their own territory. Third and two, Almont from the cross, Lex 38. 8.38 to go in the fourth quarter. 30-26, to 26, Almont on top of cross, Lex. Cruz works his way to the huddle. They're huddled up all the way back at the 25. Ball's on their own 38. They need to get to the 40. Under center, Cruz. Full T formation. 
Batani works in the backfield. Hard count, and the Pioneers jump. There were a couple different Pioneers that jumped, and a free first down for Almont will move it up to the 42, excuse me, the 43. First and 10, Almont. 8-11 to go in the ball game. 30-26, Almont on top. Ball on their own 43, and Almont has their whole playbook in front of them. Every first down, they inch closer to an upset. Cruz under center. Again, three men in the backfield, tight end either side. Batani works as the deep man. Cruz leans in. Snap. Hand off Batani. Up the middle. 45-50. Cuts to the outside. 40. He's dragged down by a shirt. Oh, a touchdown saving tackle by Gavin Espinoza at the cross. Lex 34. That large jersey just became an XL because Batani would have been gone if it wasn't for that T-shirt that Gavin Espinoza grabbed. Keeps their defense on the field. First and 10, Almont on the 34-yard line of Cross-Lex. 7.27 to go in the ballgame. A touchdown makes it a two-possession game. Almont. Works to the line of scrimmage. First and 10 from the Croslex 34. Cruz under center. Three men in the backfield. Cruz now really taking his time. They want to milk as much clock as possible. Cruz waits for the back judge to give him the 10 count. They're not even towards the 10. Now 10 seconds to go. Cruz leans in. Snap. Handoff. Filling her full back up the middle. Slips through one tackle, but there's three other blue jerseys to help bring him down. Gain of one, second and nine. Almont from the cross, Lex 33. Cruz talking with his coaches. They're telling him, you wait as long as possible to snap this ball. Cruz takes his time sauntering to the huddle. Second and we'll call it seven for Almont. They got a nice chunk on first down. Fillinger kept his feet moving. Second and seven from the cross Lex 32-yard line. Puts a man in motion deep. Snap, handoff, working left side. Batani gets across the 30, wrestled down, but a flag comes out near the line of scrimmage in the vicinity of holding. If this is holding, this is a huge break for Crosslex. Holding against Almon instead of third and two, it will be second and 17. Six minutes to go in the ballgame. 30 26, Almon on top. They will walk off the penalty. And now, if there was ever a time for the Crosslex defense to get off the field, it's right now. Ball is on the Almont 42. They need to get to the Croslex 25. They have two downs to do so. Again, I'd have to imagine, even in plus territory, Almont would play conservatively and punt unless it was fourth in an inch. Second and 17 for Almont. Ball on the near hash on the Croslex 42. Tight formation. Batani, the deep man in the backfield. Cruz taking his time, clock running. 
Under five seconds to snap the ball. Cruz leans in, takes the snap, handoff, play action. No, Cruz all day to throw in the backfield. He rolls out. He throws the ball incomplete. Oh, he got hit as he threw it. Looked like it was a throwback screen. But there were six different blue jerseys ready to just crush Cruz. And Cruz doesn't look to be 100% right now. He took a big hit, but more importantly for Cross Lex, the clock stops. Third and 17 for Almont. See what happens. How James Lusby wants to attack. Third and a mile. 5.15 left to go in the fourth quarter, 30-26. Cross Lex on top, or excuse me, Emily, oh, Almont on top of Cross Lex. Tight formation. They need to get to the Croslex 25. They're on the Croslex 42. Cruz, snap, handoff, near side. Bouncing to the outside. Batani, 35, 30, and he's knocked down at the 28-yard line. They give him the 27, fourth and two for Almont and decision time. Five minutes to go in the ball game. 30-26, Almont on top. Biggest snap of the ball game to this point coming up. Have to be weary of the hard count. Almont's already gotten two first downs this game with the hard count. They are six feet away from moving the chains. Croslex still with all three timeouts. So a first down by no means ends the game, but it puts Croslex in a very precarious spot. On the Croslex 27, Almont needs to get to the 25. Tight formation. Cruz under center, Batani the deep man. Two fullbacks in front of him. Cruz leans in. Hard count, false start, Almont. And now decision time for Almont. The false start pushes them back five yards. Third and seven is a lot trickier then fourth and two, or fourth and seven, I should say, a lot trickier than fourth and two. Maybe you go for the hard count again, and if they jump, you, you go for it. If you don't get it, you let the clock run down, take a delay a game, push them back five yards, and give your punter a little bit more room. Fourth and seven from the 32. They need to get to the Croslex 25-yard line. Under four minutes to go in the ball game. Almont offense on the field. They shift into a spread formation and a timeout from Almont, their second of the half. Why not make it a little bit more dramatic? As they take a timeout, we'll take one as well. We'll be back in 30 seconds. 3.43 to go in the ball game. 30-26, Almont on top. You're listening to GetStuckOnSports.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Are you ready for some football? Get 
GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. Fourth and seven for Almont from the Croslex 32. Spread formation, trips right, one man near side. Cruz takes the snap, rolls right, looks, fires on the run. Caught! First down, Almont! Matt Measle at the 21! Simple rollout and an out route, and Almont moves the chains. Again, Cross Lex with three timeouts, 3.37 clock stops since Measle went out of bounds. Ball is on the 20, 30 to 26, Almont on top. A touchdown all but ends it. Cross Lex's defense needs a stop, but now with that first down, you are in range for number 10, the kicker, Sean O'Neill. On the right hash. First and 10, Almont. See what Croslex defense comes with. They need a negative play in the worst way. Tight formation, three men in the backfield. Deep man, Batani. Cruz leans in from the 20. First and 10 snap. Hand off, Batani. Works up the middle. Stood up after a gain of one. Second and nine, Almont. And Croslex is going to start to burn their timeouts. 3.32 to go in the ball game. And Cross Lex trying to fight to stay alive. They survived a scare last week. But now with that timeout, if Coach Mike Legro wants to burn all three on this possession, if they get if Almont gets a third or fourth down conversion, that could end the game. If he didn't, if he wanted to save the timeouts, he could have had it in his offense with the ball with about 90 seconds left. Again, a field goal is not out of the question at this point. You have Sean O'Neill, who they attempted a 42-yard kick. Even if they don't gain another yard, as long as they don't go backwards, it would be about a 25-26 is where the ball would be placed. So it would be about a 36-yard kick. And that would make it a seven-point game. Second and nine for Almont. On the 19-yard line of Cross-Lex, they need to get to the 10. Almont's offense works back on the field. 3.32 to go in the game, 30-26. Almont on top of Cross-Lex. The Raiders looking to spoil homecoming here at Cross-Lex. Cruz under center. Measle, the deep man in the backfield. Two fullbacks in front of him, tight end either side. Cruz, snap, play action, straight drop. Man in his face, off the back foot, caught at the 10, to the 5, to the end zone. Almont's number 13, Cole Walton. Almont goes for the kill, and they hit the target. 36-26, Almont on top. Cruz with his second touchdown pass of the game. And the guts to call a play action in that scenario. Works out for Almont, a 10-point lead. O'Neal on for the extra point. The snap, the kick, and good with 3.25 to go. Almont leads by 11. We'll be back in a minute here and get stuck on sports.com. 
Mirror Image Detailing is located at 4350 24th Avenue in Fort Gratiot, the area's leading detail center with over 20 years' experience. They offer free pickup and delivery locally. If it's dirty, they clean it. If it's stained, they remove it. Mirror Image Detailing, the name speaks for itself. Call 810-662-3616. That's 810-662-3616. Open 7 to 6 weekdays and 8 to 4 on weekends. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton. 325 to go, and Almont looks to have put the dagger into Cross Lex. The Cole Walton touchdown catch makes it 37-26. Croslex needs a touchdown quickly, and they need a little bit of luck on their side. They have O'Neal kicking off. Croslex hasn't had much success returning yet tonight. Weeder and Moore are the deep men at the 10-yard line. The run-up. The high kick to the 15, caught by Moore. To the 20, to the 25, middle of the field, 30. Trying to bounce outside more. Can't get much farther than the 35. 3.18 to go in the ball game. First and 10, Cross-Lex on the 38-yard line. Cross-Lex needs to score, and they need to score quickly. 11-point lead for Almont. If there's one offense that could pull this off, Cross-Lex probably has it. They work quickly, and they work fast. Almont, I have to imagine, would trade yards for time off the clock. Cross-Lex with two timeouts left. You do not want to use any on this drive. If you can score with more than two minutes to go and you don't get the onside kick, those timeouts can keep you alive. Espinosa out of the gun. Trips left, one man near side. From the 37, snap. Espinosa straight drop, fires right or left side. Weeder catches it across the 40, out of bounds at the 45. Gain of seven, but more importantly, the clock stops with it going out of bounds. Second and three, Croslex. Called second and two, gain of eight. Clock stops, so Croslex can take their time. 3.12 on the clock. Espinosa looks in from the 40, takes the snap, looks left. Pressure coming, rolling out. Fires to known in particular, and they're looking for an intentional grounding penalty. If someone was in the area, it's not a penalty. And I believe they're going to say a receiver was in the vicinity. A break for Cross-Lex. Third and two Cross-Lex from the 45. Before you can get a touchdown, have to get a first down. 3.07 to go. Third and two Cross-Lex from their own 45-yard line. Trips near side. Espinoza out of the gun. High snap goes over his head. Espinoza tries to fall on it, and he does back at the 30. But a late hit from Almont will bail out Cross-Lex. Espinoza fell on it, and one of the three Raiders chasing after him tried to dive in and get the ball, and he was a half a second too late. And instead of fourth and 15, it is first and 10, Cross-Lex. Almont faithful, not happy with it. Actually, since it's just a personal foul, it might not give them enough yardage for the first down. 
James Lusby wants the explanation. It'll be fourth and one. It should, I believe it should be fourth down. That's a dead ball penalty. They have third down showing on the down box. It should be fourth and one. Snap to Espinosa, rolls out right, needs a yard, looks, fires, and it's incomplete. Down box says third down. It switches the fourth. The Croslex offense is still on the field. Not a lot of, not a ton of, uh, of complaints from the Almont sideline. So, looks like fourth down. Three minutes to go. Croslex needs a yard to stay in this ball game. 37-26, Almont. Espinoza, snap, keeper, left side working to the sideline. He cuts up. He's hit at the line of scrimmage. I don't think he got it. Depends on the spot. Almont football. Espinoza couldn't get the yard. And now Almont needs one first down to put this game on ice. Cross Lex has been shut out in the second half of this football game. Cross Lex needs to find a way to strip this ball out. 2.54 to go in the ball game. Two timeouts for Cross Lex. 37-26, Almont on top. And unless someone from Cross Lex can punch the ball out, which you know whoever's carrying it for the Raiders is going to have two hands on it. Almont looks like they're going to spoil homecoming. First and 10 from the 41-yard line. Full house set and a whistle. Do we have a timeout or a flag? Delay a game, I believe. So moves it back five yards. Puts it on the Almont 49, but yards not really a factor. With two timeouts, Croslex could potentially get the ball back with two minutes to go. First and 15 on their own 49-yard line. Yards are not the name of the game for Almont. It's ball security. First and 15 from their own 49-yard line. Cruz takes his time under center. Full house set, Batani, the deep man, two fullbacks in front of him. Snap, handoff, Batani. He takes his time. He gets knocked down, stays on his feet across midfield. He's wrangled down back near the original line of scrimmage. Gain of five. Timeout, cross, Lex, 2.45 to go in the game. Since Mike Legro has taken over the head coaching job of Cross Lex back in 2020, they have lost to just one BWAC team, that being North Branch. North Branch had a convincing win over Richmond today. They were up big in the second half. 64-10, they beat Richmond. And if the score holds in 2 minutes and 45 seconds... Croslex will fall from the undefeated ranks and North Branch would be the only unbeaten team left in the BWAC. Second and 11 for Almont. Ball is on the Croslex 47. A first down absolutely ices it. 
Let's see how gutsy Almont gets. The same situation last drive. They went with a play-action pass, and Cole Walton was on the receiving end and walked into the end zone. Second and 11, Almont out of the timeout. Again, ball security, the name of the game. Cruz works under center. Full T formation. Batani now the deep man after working in motion. Nine men on the line of scrimmage for Crosslax. Handoff Fillinger across the 45 near the 40. Gain of six. Third and five upcoming for Almont. Last time out used by Crosslax. Even if you just take a knee, Crosslax would get the ball back with under two minutes to go in the ball game. They mark him at the 40. They need to get to the Crosslex 36. Score was 26-24. You go back even further. Crosslex led in this game 20-8. Since that point, Almont has outscored Crosslex 29-6. Almont's had a little bit of luck, but they have played some darn good football. And Cross-Lex needs a miracle. And it has to start with a stop here on third and four. On all the big plays so far tonight, Almont has come up with the play. Third and four. T formation. Cruz under center. Leans in. Hard count. Gives it on two. Handoff on the counter. First down, Almont and Moore. Tackled at the 32-yard line. And it is Chase Batani that will put the game on ice. Crosslex can't stop the clock. And it looks like Almont will just have to go out in victory formation three times. Crosslex was not able to score in the second half. 2.15 and rolling, 37-26, Almont on top and with the ball, Almont shows victory formation. I believe if the, if the clock runs under two minutes when they snap it, the game will be over, but, or excuse me, Cruz takes the knee, Cross-Lex can't stop the clock. There's under two minutes to go. A stunned silence here at Crosslex High School on homecoming. As Almont has came in and not only going to win, but an 11-point victory. A game where Almont made all the breaks. Their defense stood tall. Cruz waiting with the official to start counting under five seconds. He takes the snap, takes the knee. And Cruz needs one more knee before it can become official. But Almont, a team that had dropped one to North Branch by 22 weeks ago. A team that had dropped one to Armada a week ago, 14 to 10. Their defense pitched a shutout in the second half last week, but their offense couldn't score this time. Their offense, making the plays when they need to. And Cruz, one more kneel down away 
as we are under 40 seconds before the celebration will start on the near sideline. The snap and the kneel from Cruz. And you can see the excitement starting to bubble over on the near sideline. A bunch of white jerseys on the field. Someone throws the game ball high into the air as the last seconds run off the clock. And Almont with the stunner of the year so far. Your final from Croslex. Almont 37, Croslex 26. Pioneers undefeated no more. We'll recap this game and more when we come back here on the Get Stuck on Sports postgame show. 